It's Hello, everybody. I'm testing one and two, and I'm good. Kim, now do it now that the air's off. Testing one, two, three. You're still really quiet. I don't know why. She I'm sounds perfect. so close to she my She sounds microphone. perfect in mine. Okay. I sound great to myself. All right. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're a little bit louder, but I'm not. I'm louder? Kim. Yeah. I think Randy's Macho Man Savage is rubbing off on me. Talking about how good I sound. No, talking about how good I sound to myself. Kim Reinish, thank you for listening to my album. It's me, Kim Reinish, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I listened to Remember when he died on the rapture? Did he? Yeah, he died when that guy predicted the rapture. The October? Yeah, in October, like 23rd. I was kind of worried about that one. He was like, not on my watch, Jesus. (laughs) What? And then he fought. I'm going to powerbomb you. He fought back against Jesus. Yeah, then he did a flying flying elbow drop off the third third rope. And was like, snap into a slam jam. Snap into a slam jam (laughs) in heaven. Macho Man went out. With the one last product placement, he definitely he definitely died. No, he didn't. He died driving home from Perkins. He had a heart attack. He had a heart attack while, while driving. He was driving and yeah. crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. but his so wife... it was the crash that killed him, right? It wasn't the no the heart. for insurance no, it purposes. It was the heart attack. It was no. I, you guys, I've done my research. He yeah, literally yeah. had a heart attack while driving, and then like ramped the concrete median into oncoming traffic. And his wife grabbed the wheel and steered them out of. Was on- his wife Miss Elizabeth, or was that just his stage wife? No, that was his real wife, but not when he died. Yeah, uh, he had divorced and he remarried. He was he was crazy possessive, but and he, super um, jealous. He no, Macho Man. Oh my yeah. gosh, my me, Macho Man. Let me tell you about how he died. So <laughs> a he, hero, he <laughs> ramped into traffic, and his wife <laughs> he grabbed the wheel. He fucking jumped it to death. His wife like, grabbed I'm the wheel. I'm going out awesome, <laughs> baby. We're gonna jump it. <laughs> His wife grabbed the wheel and steered them out of oncoming traffic, but couldn't like do anything about the fact that his foot was on the pedals or Did whatever. Did she die? No, and she steered the car into a tree to stop it, and apparently it was a, such a low-speed impact, the airbags didn't even deploy, and hmm. she suffered barely even minor injuries, but he, like, so the crash was almost, like... A non-factor. He literally he died. He was died dead before already. that. Yeah, so, he so, was died already. So she gave him ricin. No, he he heard about the rapture that was incoming, and he allowed himself to die <laughs> to avoid it. He stormed the gates of heaven. <laughs> he and allowed said, himself. Jesus, you're sitting in my seat. <laughs> he allowed himself, or he willed himself to die. <laughs> he allowed. He allowed himself to die. He allowed the universe to take him. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped fighting. The Macho so, Man was this- actually been alive since caveman days. <laughs> And when he heard about the rapture, he goes, this one's legit. I got to get up there. Bone saw's ready. <laughs> so then he went up there and he's like, Jesus, you're sitting in my seat at the right hand. And then Jesus was like, I don't think so. And then it was on. I have okay, a, so Macho Man is not topic one. I have a $5 bill uh, autographed by Macho Man. It's <gasps> Do probably, you really? It's, Amazing. It's probably worth $4. It's probably worth, <laughs> it's probably worth 7 can, can I will it? give you $7 just to prove you wrong. Okay, I'm going to tell a really... Brief sad story of how Aaron's having a tr- having technical difficulties. Oh yeah, can you turn down the monitor more? Yeah, it's still super. I'm, I'm having. Uh, okay. I feel the monitor loudness is perfect. Yeah, given the topic. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm yeah. gonna tell a really brief sad story of how I got this dollar and how much it meant to me. You mean five dollars? Yeah, this five dollar autograph by Macho Man. I befriended an aged woman working at a video store in the front of the Walmart Supercenter. Perfect who uh, found out I liked wrestling and had it saved 
and she gave it to me. <laughs> wow. That's not sad. Did she recognize him when he came in, or is she just, like, is that just how this Macho Man... This was from an event. Or she... is that just how Macho Man pays for all of his money? <laughs> <laughs> he buys all, he makes all his purchases only in cash, no, no, and no, only no, with no. bills signed by him. No, 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 no. She had this in a special place that she knew where to get it, so that she could bring it in. Do you still have it? Oh, I bet I, I bet I do still in my wrestling shit everything. with my mom. Yeah, I think you they, you need to frame it and hang it in the studio. You're right, I really do. That oh, needs to be fuck. that needs to be in here more than anything else. <laughs> I think the only autograph I ever had growing up, I, actually no, I had two. I had two autographs. I had one was the fifth un- incarnation after all of the band members have been replaced of the band, the association, who sang uh, "Proud Mary." I don't, okay. I don't yeah, know this. Proud Mary, keep on rolling, yeah. rolling. And, <laughs> and I had uh, an autograph from Chuck Norris before I knew who he was and before the internet thought how'd he was you, hilarious. How did you get that autograph? He came... Okay, so there was a movie that school. he did with the kid from Sequest, Sidekicks. DSV, Sidekicks. That Jonathan he, Brandis, oh, R.I.P. I fucking... He's dead? Yeah, he killed what? himself. Yeah. What? When we were in college. Well, he had what? achieved everything he needed to on Sequest. All sorts of trouble for the boy in the bubble did a really tasteless sketch about him killing himself <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> about, about four days after he died. Great. Wow. No one... It was the quietest Too joke soon? ever. Yeah. Who wrote it? Me and uh, Phil Kijak. No, okay. okay. Like, Good job, to, Matt. Like, we did this, we did this skit. I'll take booze over silence, and that is the quietest an audience had ever been. <laughs> I think I was in the audience at that one. Yeah. Oh I think God. I laughed. The last line was, I'm going to go pull a Brandis. <laughs> okay, so But to continue. answer the question of the yes. Chuck Norris, uh, as Sidekicks was coming out, along with uh, the Sequest kid, Chuck Norris Jonathan Brandis. Brandis. went on a tour, a nationwide tour, to movie theaters across the country to help promote it. took on all comers. And my, I, at the time, I had been taking uh, karate lessons. Oh, my God. And, Please keep going. And my karate <laughs> class... And my karate class was asked to do karate demonstrations in the lobby of this Greenwood, Indiana... What? ...movie theater oh. while Chuck Norris was there at a table signing autographs. I'm going to throw up. For what anybody belt were who you? What belt in. were you? Uh, I made it to green belt. <laughs> I was going to guess green. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the... Best thing ever, Aaron. And oh my I, gosh, he, I love he, that. And I went up there and, and I got my autograph and he shook my hand and then looked at my dad and winked and gave him the finger gun. <laughs> did, he, did he also do a click like... Yeah, he was like... Oh, man. Like, what a classy bitch. And then he whispered, you're next. <laughs> I had a friend, uh, one of my girlfriends... He's my son. One of my girlfriends growing up that I would <laughs> sleep over with all the time. And nice. we watched Walker, Texas Ranger like... Every weekend together. Because oh, you liked it or because it was hilarious? No, we loved it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We'd watch that and early edition. You know so, what? And touched by no. <laughs> so so my 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 Asian grandfather, uh Lolo, which is Tagalog for grandpa, he came to live with us because he was having health problems and you know my dad's a doctor, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um so he came to live with us from the Philippines and his two favorite shows were Walker, Walker Texas Ranger and then the Highlander series. He would always watch both of those. Can be immortal. Yeah, so I so I've seen I've seen I, I couldn't watch Walker because I'd already discovered like Jackie Chan, uh-huh. and I watched Bruce Lee murder Chuck Norris in the Roman Coliseum, <laughs> and, uh, in, uh, in a movie, and uh, I think it was the Big Boss. Might be the Chinese connection. Anyway, uh, so I'd already seen that, so I was gone. But like, I love the Highlander series. If I ever find that cheap enough, I will buy the entire series. 
Got a lot of good memories wrapped up. So you know what that means? It means that one day next week, I'm going to send you a link that has the entirety of the Highlander series. Well, the good news is is, uh, our show is coming back sooner than everyone expected. So you don't give a shit. No. It's, it's. Yeah, so everyone's coming back sooner than expected, but they already bought like plane tickets to go on vacation. So oh, I'm covering shit. for the entire office. Oh. So I can afford to buy the Highlander box set when you find it. Are, hey, we, are, are they, we recording right now? Yeah. yeah. Listeners, if you ever find a cheap all of the Highlander box set, even if it's video cassette, please send Do it to me. Do you have a way to watch a video cassette? Yeah, I'll figure it out. VCRs aren't difficult to find. By the way, we have a VCR in the closet. <laughs> anyway, it's at Lat Moment, L-A-T-T-M-O-M-A-N. If you have any leads on the Highlander, all of it, Please send that. So, to are they Twitter. paying you extra to cover this for everyone? Uh, I have a feeling I'll just be paid hourly, which is fine. I just—it's uh, money you didn't think you'd have. Yeah, you get no, extra money. Is, well, Highlander money. Well, the problem is some—some some, I don't want to get into, uh, some shit went down and it wiped out my cushion. So uh. I was like telling all my bosses, like, I'll come in every day, <laughs> and they're like, Are you sure you don't need like a like a buffer? Like everyone needs some time away, and I go. My job is three Most hours long. Most people don't get time away. Like, normal yeah. people work yeah. every fucking day. Yeah. I, I wanted to say that, but I don't think they would have understood that because they've been in TV too long. Yeah. So I was like... They have seven gold toilets already. Yeah, so I already told her, I was like... I, I basically said, I go, no, listen. My job, I don't have any money. My money's been wiped out. My job is three hours long. Once that second afternoon pot of coffee is put on at 1 p.m., I'm I done, guys. Watch TV <laughs> I can't and read the internet. I can't shit. be burnt out. It's, it's fucking MMA time. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my bosses goes, "So what do you do?" And I go, um, "I either watch the Ultimate Fighter on the UFC <laughs> Fight Pass, or I work on my own stuff." And the other one goes, "Are you working on anything like Grim Scripts?" And I go, "You guys will let me know when the times right." <laughs> <laughs> You're um, I no. I literally said out loud. Don't really want to spend my free to someone I work for. You're focusing on all the wrong details. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose before we get any deeper, I should say welcome to another custom show, huh? Yeah, Comcast, yeah. Comcast, Comcast. Boom, boom, boom. Did that become boom. the official? <laughs> I thought it did. It's, okay. it's either the 2001 or it's our Pitbull impression. This is my <laughs> this is my first time actually on the podcast. So oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry, no, sorry. No, not, I don't no, know no, what I don't you're talking about. You were on episode five. About. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I was. Don't just, worry. About I was it. just quiet that episode. I remember listening to that, and I remember you telling me what the the deal was with Aaron. Yeah, you mean he, how he was. Gonna and I be think there. I remember pitching lines for him to record <laughs> for it, and I forgot though. So I was like listening to it, and then Aaron's like. <laughs> And I was like, Aaron's not really talkative. He's a fucking sniper. Like, he's dropping in perfectly. Like, whenever a joke needs punctuation, Aaron's there. And I like, love that that drop was like, ha-ha. Like, it had that huge upward inflection. It was I good. still have all those on my iPad, by the good. way. Like, literally. Got a whole soundboard of Aaron We should have Aaron an Aaron soundboard let's with Aaron Yeah, let's pull it out at some point. The, the, the only thing, the only thing that made me laugh harder than Aaron on that show when he wasn't on that show was Phil's bird story. Was oh was, my god! Was you guys talking about rolling pigeons? And so, I think I don't know who it was. Might have been Chad. Uh, but Aww. someone goes, someone goes. Why would you want to teach a pigeon to do that? To have a stroke in midair and roll? And someone goes to impress kings. Yeah. And I like lost it. <laughs> I think I was driving here after the Tango and Cash episode of Climax. Well, you were fucking wasted when already. it was the drunkest we'd ever been. But it was like uh, Aaron. I was like Aaron. I was like Aaron was lighting them up. He's not like 
He's not he's not dropping any bombs, but like at the very end, he's just like sniping people. Yeah, just, and then and then I got here and I was talking to Joey and telling him how much I like that Comcast, the only one I've never been on. And I was like, oh, Aaron wasn't even there. It was literally a fucking soundboard. <laughs> Well, let's hope Eric, I can keep that momentum going. No, but yeah. seriously, Aaron, that was your best performance, and I've and I've Thank worked you. With, and I've worked with you since two thousand and three. <laughs> so I'll well, shut up then. Aaron, let me get my soundboard. You can go home now if you want. <laughs> Did you guys? Uh, A Rolling Stone I, gathers no moss. It was on. Uh, come see, come saw. It was on uprocks.com, but they had the oral history of like Parks and Rec, and they talked about how this this poor guy. Uh, ignore that. This poor guy was um, like the writer's assistant on uh, Parks and Rec for the entire series until the last one when they finally made him a staff writer. <laughs> but he had a soundboard on his computer. So it's like when they would make jokes, he would play sounds. And it got to the point where every single person who walked in the writer's room had their own theme song. <laughs> so when they would do like a good joke, he would play like their theme song. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a good so writer's good. assistant. So, so I, I, I have a segue into our our episode on. here. L- let me let me introduce the show first. <laughs> Maybe we haven't even started yet, and we're already like I know, someone paid the way through. through. Yes, someone paid for this. Someone paid for this. This is another custom show brought to you again by Adam Scumdog Anna Ratone. This is our second. Yeah. Return. Second return. Second second. second. What are we fucking doing that? It's like people like I wanted I want to do that again. Okay. I I would like to take a moment. We're pretty great. To first off, keep sending us money. Yeah, please please help us pay. Please help us pay for post uh, hosting. Please use the Amazon link whenever you buy anything off Amazon. Yeah. Um but guys, uh, enough with the thematic shows. Because I did the anime one and I did this one, yeah. and I was mentioned by name in both. I think that's partly your fault, though, for no. calling shit on Twitter. It's a hundred percent my fault. It's one hundred thousand percent my fault, and I am begging the fans to stop because <laughs> I, it's like the first couple were like, "Here's three subjects," and then it would take me an hour to do the research. Yeah, but the anime one and the wrestling one were like three days yeah. worth of I, shit. I, I it's get homework, this, guys. I get stop sense it. That's, you guys, we, that's part we of the take joy, this though. shit serious. I'm I'm I am announcing a, a hiatus from the Cumcasts. You are what? for you? Yes. No. Oh. I got to step away because these between the anime one and this one wasn't as bad as the anime one. This one was actually kind of fun. I watched a 12 minute cut of Diamond Dallas Page hitting people with the diamond cutter on YouTube. <laughs> that was a joy. But it's like this is a lot of work. The first couple about an hour out of my week, and then we would just come in and riff off each other. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking research for these last two guys. All right, Adam, you fucking broke Matt. Now I have I, to find to be, another person to come on to the be, To be fair, Amy broke Matt. Okay, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then Adam just came in afterwards just and hit me with a steel chair. I yeah. just assumed that the custom podcasts were a torture simulator. All of them? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, were, yeah. they were the, the chance for the were audiences. a lot of fun. <laughs> what was the one where we did the laws? I, I was just about to bring that one up, that I destroyed uh, you in that one. That was a good one, and uh, I think I got that was show- the first one. I think that was Adam who was doing this show. <laughs> I got a new show pitch out of that one, which we haven't done yet. Yeah, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You know, when we with, with all that time. Yeah. but a new regular show. So <laughs> right. Can I segue into no, the actual thing? This okay. is a custom show brought to you by Adam Scumdog, Anna Ratone. I'm Joey Reinish. I am joined by Kim Reinish. Hello. Matt Loman. Hello. Aaron Walke. Hello. And we are going to do custom show number six. This is the sixth show 
Someone has paid us. Thank you. To do. Thank you very much. Gracias. I'm retiring. Thank you very much. I don't understand it, but um. But Our hosting is paid for for great. the year as of now, so this Hooray. is great. Thank you guys so much. Real talk, I thought we would maybe get one. <laughs> it's it's actually yeah, fact. it's actually quite impressive the amount of money that has been mustered with minimal effort on our part. <laughs> I well, was telling no, one of my it's too gr- much effort. That's my problem. But I anyway. was telling one of my girlfriends at work today about it. Like she knows we have the podcast network and we record a lot, but I guess I had never told her that we have the custom shows that people actually pay for. And I was telling her, and she was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, people people can buy a show and tell us what to talk about. And she just kind of looked at me, and I was like, yeah, we've done a lot. And she just kept looking at me. Is, is she's like, like, is this amazing? Know. Is this a porn thing? <laughs> no, but I was just like, Kirsty, people love us. And she was like, I've never listened to your podcast. <laughs> Whenever, whenever First I first off, Christy, I feel comfortable saying this because I know you're not listening. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> whenever, whenever I try to explain to anybody at my work that I'm on podcasts, I then have to explain what a podcast is. You know, oh, her, man. what she actually said was, "I've never listened to any podcast, let alone your podcast." <laughs> See, well, I get I get away with it because I was like, you know, when me and Kyle start like really riffing. And getting mean and personal, and then you walk away. We just record that. And it's like, we just record that, and they go, well, why does anyone listen to that? And it's like, I don't know, but don't you know, should yeah. not start, person who signs my checks. <laughs> oh, my God. I found yeah, out today. I found out my aunt listens to LL. Kyle showed me the Facebook post. Oh, yeah. my God. Because I'm not on Facebook. So Kyle, like, walked me through it. Joey, hi, Joey hi, sent me that. Thanks for this. <laughs> Joey sent me that on a G chat. It was like. I found this on my Facebook today, and he like posted what pasted in what it was, and I just said she was chilling out on a Friday with cross stitch and cinnamon, cinnamon whiskey. whiskey and LOL chicken. Yeah, and all I sent Joy back was what? What? And then I was like, is that the first time she's listened? And then he posted in his conversation with her where no. he asked her, and she's she a said, regular. and she she's said, a regular. and she said, no, winky face, and I said, okay, that's good. And then I was like, wait, is that I bad? immediately did I the mental check good. of like, what the fuck have I said? Have I said everything what? terrible. <laughs> yeah. You said everything terrible. Everything. Everything, everything oh, terrible. Okay, wait, it's, so it's, is this Aunt Kim? Yes. This Aunt, is, Aunt Kim, This yes. is the OG Kim Reinish. Okay, yeah. so so OG Kim Reinish, Kim Reinish Prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or actually, I would I would, sug- I would I would consider our Kim Reinish Prime. I would consider this one Kim Reinish Alpha. Yeah. Kim Reinish Alpha. Yeah. Kim Reinish. I appreciate that. Could Parallel we, Could a. we get like... Two dicks crossed with like a whale skull over it. Cross stitch. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so good. Two penises crossed. Like no, a the badge. Like a the badge. Yeah. The whale breaching with the balls. I think. I think. I think it would be better if we had like for a the cross stitch. You mean? Yeah, it would just be two penises crossed like skull and crossbones, and then a whale skull. She is a graphic designer. She yeah, she could totally do it. We'll see what she says. So That's I suppose true. we should get onto Adam's topics before this is like seven hours long. Huh? Hey, yeah, hey, probably. Hey, Adam, are you, are you upset we're stretching your seventy five bucks? No, you are not. <laughs> So a funny thing happened to me when I was driving into work today. You're welcome, Adam. (laughs) Oh, yeah, wrestling. Thanks for listening. This is a story you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Because I would have been too focused. (laughs) Talking about Vin Diesel's lats. Oh, my God. I'm so... This has been a Vin Diesel week. (laughs) It sure You're so lucky. Oh, my God. Did you see the email I sent this morning? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, Kim. Also, Kyle and I I already bought our tickets for Fest. Why, Why did you do that? We bought because we, we didn't know. Is you gonna go two nights in a row? That's fine. 
Okay. We, we bought it for Thursday. This is not for air. <sighs> Let's go on with Adam's first It'll be topic. for Sunday, am I right? For Sunday. Yeah. I'm not going to be in here. Yeah, I That's I'm going to teach someone how this board works. That's fine. Teach Nick. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> topic number one. WrestleCast 2015. Welcome, Joey and friends, to hell. Hell in the cell. I can't afford a cell, so yeah, on this podcast, first things first, we have to end a feud. This has been going on for too long. Climax and Paranoia Shop need to settle this the only way wrestlers know how, by talking. Um, that's the, I don't know if that's true. If but, it's possible, but, I would like a representative from Climax and a representative from Paranoia Shop to cut wrestling-style promos on each other. I have it on authority. Matt will and can represent Climax. See my Twitter. This was, this was for when he asked me. <laughs> yeah, it was actually quite ambiguous when he tweeted at all of us. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, hey, this will. Who would settled. be good at talking shit to the other ones? And I was like, I don't know any of us specifically about this and i was like me <laughs> and, and then he tweeted at paranoia shop like hey chatter who's better at, at doing wrestling promos chatter aaron and i go um chad Neither? could probably do like wrestle voices and i could probably do the let's get ready to rumble no and that's then, me that's me in this thing i know but it, he yeah, had don't to specify uh see my twitter as far as paranoia shop goes i don't know if they would commit uh, but for inspiration, see, and then he gave us a bunch of links. Yeah, yeah. Aaron is here representing Paranoia Shop. Yes, and f- for the record, I think this so-called rivalry has largely been on the climax side. I guess we... <laughs> I th- oh! Bit of a one-sided oh, rivalry. Oh, oh, is that how we're choosing to remember this? <laughs> oh. Your fucking primo show where you spent an hour and a half telling us how to do our podcast? Mm. Shots fired. <laughs> Well, I just don't see the difference between a man punching someone and fighting someone. (laughs) Hyphen movies exist. Yeah, we did that in episode two, motherfucker. You know what's funny is I haven't listened to the Primo show from Climax or from from Paranoia Shop. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Well, first off, you didn't have to listen to the Climax Primo show because it's basic. You were there. And it was basically Kyle verbally assaulting you. Oh, you're right. It was that one. Yeah. That one. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen. Phil cut the paranoia shop one, so I have no idea. It was. It was 100 <laughs> Kyle telling you how to do your job. Yeah. No, I was just sitting there listening to Kyle talking, like telling me I'm a piece of shit, yeah. and that I'm if, like if, a fucking piece listen, of shit. If Wazd ever wants to do a super show with Climax and hash this out, we're fucking down. No. Yeah, Kyle's really we, mean to you when he's because definitely have that Kyle. Coming. As soon as the mics turn on, is the meanest person in the world to me. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is after like as soon I think as I hit just stomp, know each other too long. I'm not kidding you. I was showing my friend at work pictures of Kyle today because I wanted to try and set her up with him. Hey. And I was right she was like, let me see a picture. So I went on Facebook. The fifth picture of him is him kissing you on the cheek. <laughs> yeah, no. He Kyle, loves you so much. Kyle, but as soon as we're Kyle, on air, he's like a dick. <laughs> Kyle fucking loves me. He's like still trying to work the game on me. Yeah, he's nagging you. Yeah, he's <laughs> nagging me. <laughs> On air to everyone else, and then as soon as the mics cut off, he's like, "Oh, hey, baby." No, Kyle, I'm not going to let you do it to me again. Does he also put on a feather bow, a pimp hat, and start peacocking? No, he just he fucking comes up, like, you know, you love it, (laughs) and you do love it, and I do. But you know what, Kyle, this is it. Like, even if I'm not there, (laughs) it was like climax. Climax. It's Clywazd. No, it was climax. Um, the what was the moment you did most recent? Oh, uh, Blade. Yeah, Blade. He's like, ah, 
Joey fucking probably voted that one for, just to be an asshole. Yeah, something. the entitled like, Geek Destroyer on the poll, yeah. And, I've, I, and G-Chat is like, I voted for yours, you shithead. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, I also thought you did the Untitled Geek Destroyer. <laughs> no, I voted for Dark Matters. Fuck you, Kyle. But anyway, getting back to the matter at hand, yes. it was not one-sided. You spent an hour and a half telling us how to run our podcast better. I wouldn't I, know. I but... honestly forgot what we even said on that podcast. <laughs> well, That's what I figured. Well, anyway, so... This uh, this Sunday we're recording uh, our Megasode Omega, uh, Ultrasode Omega, uh-huh. Fast and Furious four, five, and six. Yeah. Your primo episode is why Chad is not on it because Chad was like, "I'm gonna come on for Fast Five, and oh, you guys I recorded that, this. and I was like, "Fuck Chad." <laughs> Uh, honestly, it was more we just uh, we for, wanted to do superhero yeah, movies. Yeah, and you didn't watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I'm just saying. That all, movie's so good. Why would you not watch it? All I'm saying is, it wasn't is, out yet. is from your area, there is a precedent set for people not watching the movie or finishing the book. And I'm just going to lay that <laughs> oh, on the ground and oh, walk away. Oh, shit. So, guys. Yeah, topic one. Let's do this. I think we should finally settle this rivalry between. Yeah, this rivalry. Climax and you got oh my god we took way too long to get into the show <laughs> this is fucking gone <laughs> alright are you serious it's gone how much was in it when you started enough it was full no. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> it's a whole fucking jug I'm gonna do a thing it's literally a jug of whiskey so let's let's settle this rivalry once and for all <clears throat> Climax V Paranoia Shop here we go It's time to rumble! Let's get ready to rumble. No, Jesus I'm Christ, mixing them Joey. both. He's mixing them up. He's I'm, mixing up both the buffers. I'm mixing brothers. up both so that I don't Ugh. get sued. Okay. Climax! Yes. Paranoia Shop! It's time to rumble! Climax! What do you have to say for your rival, Paranoia Shop? At last, Climax has returned to the Kanga! Climax stands here before you. Men among children. Gods among men. Cyborg dinosaurs among insects. And we don't care about numbers or Twitter followers because Climax are the people's champions. Paranoia Shop might have their internet fame, a legion of fans that are sexually attracted to Sonic the Hedgehog, and baying throngs of listeners who haven't advanced beyond the reading level of goosebumps. But Climax has heart. Our fans have heart. And you can't teach heart. You can't type heart into Google. You go out every day and prove to the world you have it. Perhaps Chad and Aaron can only live in a world of secrets where they never have to be in control because vast conspiracies are already running everything. But not Climax. We say thee nay. We are men of action. We are the few that are born to the storm who will rip victory from the beating heart of reality itself. You will see that action, that verb, that command of destiny on display when we break Paranoia Shop in the middle of this ring. And then three slaps to the mat from the ref will be the bell that tolls for the end of their sad, quiet reign. Holla, if you hear me! Thank you, Climax! Now let's go to Paranoia Shop! Paranoia poison has been a ruin for a good long time, Mr. Mighty Climax. 
with your guns and your exploding toys and your unattainable James Bond rig blonde booties traipsing around in weird bathtubs with the lame bubble jets in them and a slot for soap that makes them almost look like a jacuzzi hot tub while wearing <laughs> while, while wearing a watch that becomes a laser for a Russian spy or whatever. That's right, I'm a-calling you out, Mr. Climb Overcompensating. I'm a-taking you to high noon at the Kick-Ass Corral, where a solar eclipse of pure supernatural power is gonna drag you into a chupacabra layer of despair. I'ma wind it back the clock and make you shoot your own candy-ass grandpappy in the dick. So a power bomb, a paradoxical time vortex, makes you tie the ropes of the ring into a causality ripping Gordian knot to hang your front and pussy fist pumping garbage neck with. Kaboom! That's the sound of your bastard wraith from the history books that specifically document scared little turd jugglers. Six super tyrannous paranoiac is coming for you! Oh my god! That was solid. Oh my god, that was so oh, good! Thank you, paranoia's job, and I think all you folks at home are ready for the battle of the century! Shop is on the top rope. Oh my god! There he goes! One! Two! Three! Paranoia Shop! Number one! Wins over Climax or something! Oh my god! Oh yeah! <laughs> That's how Paranoia Shop sounds. Climax. It's time for the rematch. I know the first match against Paranoia Shop didn't go your way. What do you have to say to Paranoia Shop? What are you bringing to this match? Standing before the people, our people, after that last obvious tie. And we are neither broken, nor are we humbled. Rather, we're validated in our beliefs and vindicated in the very way we function as an unstoppable engine running on breathtaking action by the cowardly act perpetuated by Paranoia Shop. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's our fault. Maybe we were naive to think that it would be a fair fight. Maybe it was foolish for us, men of honor that we are, to assume we would face other men of honor. But still, we persevered when the sand that the Paranoia Shop had hidden in their pocket stung our eyes. Hacha! We fought on, even when it became obvious that these conspiracy theorists had, in fact, embroiled themselves in the conspiracy by buying off the ref, the executives, <gasps> and sicking wave after wave of their cronies on us. That is quite an accusation, sir. You saw it with your own eyes, Joey Buffer. <laughs> <laughs> this was not a defeat, and this is not the end. In every action movie at the end of the second act, the hero, more beaten and broken than he's ever been, rises up. He stands tall and he says, you took your best shot, but now it's my turn. Climax will return. And like every action sequel, we will come back bigger, stronger, and the beatings will go on for far longer. For if you swing on a man of action, you better kill him, because you will not get that second shot. I'm going to the mountains to train. 
I'm gonna study animals and invent new kinds of kung fu. I'm gonna sit under a freezing waterfall and just picture spin kicking Aaron's head clean off. Nigga! I'm gonna come down out of the wilderness, a cast iron some bitch, a fire breathing motherfucker! Paranoia shot. We're not playing your game anymore. You're at our house now. And reading a Wikipedia article into a microphone while the other host says, What? That's so crazy! Into the other microphone isn't gonna cut it anymore. Climax will show the world that there's another way, a better way, and the sun will rise on a brand new day, and we will be free of Paranoia Shop's tyranny. I'm gonna get a hold of Aaron and I'm gonna jits him. I'm gonna jits all over him. I'm gonna jits him in front of his mother so hard that it will cause the rest of his family to weep and challenge the entire audience's faith in a higher power. For how could a loving God exist if he allows as cruel a creature as Matt fucking Loman to stalk his kingdom? Strong words from Climax. Let's go now to Paranoia Shop for all. Title defense, Paranoia Shop. What do you have to say to Climax? Ooh, I see the slappy dappy anti-climax is back for more cryptozoological cries for mercy. Bane is a construct of your puny reptilian brain implanted there by our Illuminati lizard overlords. But that won't stop me from unplugging you from the matrix, pulling out that robot pod and whipping your stupid ass with the brain cords as they spill peach-colored people juice all over everyone's clothes or something. <laughs> Reality is a lie perpetuated, perpetuated by the Bilderbergs and the Golden Dawn, but things are about to get real anyway when I super slam your noggin through the flaming golden owl statue worshipped by the noon orgy one percenters during the rise of the crimson moon. It's time to say goodnight, Stimplar, as I crush your lame in navy 80 sucking face into a damn brown book and make you read it till Tom Hanks shits you into a grave march to be, to be determined. Booyah! All hail our corporate overlords! Kia! And then it's Climax jumping down on Paranoia Shop with an Armageddon engine! Oh, the humanity! I've never seen so much brutality in one grudge match! One! Two, three, Climax wins in the rematch! I love you, Bob! This is for everybody who believes in us! Ooh, brother! You shut up, you don't get to talk now. You don't get to talk, Harry. Losers don't get to talk! <laughs> I'm going for the go! I mean a special or occasion. How about a rivalry that has been at the forefront of wrestling since time began. Climax and Paranoia Shop. Willing to settle this once and for all. Hell in the Cell. Climax. One and one. What do you have to say for your rival, Paranoia Shop? They said it couldn't be done. They say it shouldn't be done. They said Paranoia Shop sits in an ivory tower, perched above the mess. They are a podcasting ziggurat that cannot be topped. But that beacon of luster was not topped, it was toppled. Down it came, crashing to the ground. 
And that ringing in your ears will soon disappear along with any memory of that sad, sad podcast. Wait, what was his name again? It doesn't matter what his name was. When we meet for that last fight at Podcast Mania for that Hell in a Cell five cage fire ladder match, Climax is going to go out the harshness with a hurt so deep, a pain so severe, an ass whooping so dense that we will certainly be brought up on war crimes at the head. But Climax will not flee. We will not stand over para- we will stand over paranoia shops, broken bodies, and dare the world to come for us. Because we are the Hag. <laughs> We're a bunch of styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, sons of guns, paranoia shop. We are granting you one last chance to go, to flee, live your lives. Have some wiener kids terrified of their own shadows who blame their father's bedwetting on a secret kingdom of lizard people. Paranoia shop. I am begging you with tears in my eyes. Please, please do not fuck with us. We will burn your world to the ground. (laughs) Thank you, Climax and... Good Thank luck. you, Jerry Buffer. <laughs> Jerry Buffer. Jerry Rhino. <laughs> Jerry Rhino. That could be your alias. Jerry <laughs> Rhino. Jerry Rhino. I like how we're workshopping this as we go. We should have Eric on a podcast soon. <laughs> I, I feel like this this is really starting to take shape. The, yeah, the mythology really is really a, building. A fully formed thing. Paranoia shop. What do you have to say to your long-standing rival Climax? They've thrown down the gauntlet. This is hell in the cell. This is the final matchup. Ooh, it's on now, mother. I'm a trap you in a cryogenic freezer until the universe resets itself and your identity is but a great infinite crush death of nothingness as all being is consumed by the blackness of eternity. Take a breath. <laughs> it's time to get Tesla on your ass and tear you in half with an earthquake machine and melt you with the death ray of hard game. I'm spitting on your face till your third eye opens and I rip the pineal gland from your dumbass cranium and consume your soul like a hungry mummy. <laughs> boo, boo, did I scare you? I thought so, cause I'm a spooky ghost that won't go away till you're down for the count. Because my unfinished business is seeing your bloated, gun-choking mug face down on the map. And don't even try spells on me because I'm gonna wage a circle assault on every bone in your flesh bag physicality. The paranoiac don't take no punches. The paranoiac dishes up answers, and they come with a kick to the mega nards, boy. Howdy, Kazoom wrestling out. <laughs> take a breath, paranoia. Take a breath, Kazoom. Yeah, boom, I'm, I'm doing my elbow slams. I'm a-bunching you. I got you in the chest lock of pain in the spooky dungeons. I literally drove a truck into the ring. <laughs> and I'm going to hit you with it. I go transparent or something. 
I call in an airstrike. Bring the rain! Oh, look who it is! It's my pal, the Frankenstein monster. My good friend Tyrese called in an airstrike from a C-130 Spectre gunship. Who's that I'm tagging? Oh, it's the creature from the Black Lagoon! Riddick, we need some help! <laughs> Stab some people! Too bad fucking Dracula's here, and they're all having a fucking monster mash! Oh no, not Dracula! I guess I'll just get my good friend, Blade. <laughs> Uh-oh, here comes every conspiracy theory! Here comes one person with a machine gun. <laughs> oh, who's that? Oh, it's Jesus. Turns out he had kids. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> the Merovingian slammer on your ass. <laughs> Here comes my good friend, Julius Caesar, slayer of Christians, star of Rome and Spartacus, to murder Jesus yet again. Whoa. Yeah, it happened. And, and to come bring an end to that full circle. Yes, Look please. who it is! It's Nicolas Cage from every time era in every photograph. He's calling a truce! Nicholas Cage accepts. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we embrace so. as friends. The Nick Cage from every alternate reality <laughs> has reached a quorum. The Nick Cage from every reality has achieved a truce between climax and paranoia shop. They're hugging. They're kissing. Uh, uh, For some reason, uh, they won't is, stop. I this think. is very important. Very, very important. I'm very excited to be oh. here. Oh, climax guy. and paranoia shop. Millions. Buried the hatchet. Buried it deep. Who knew which one of my roles would unite us? Was Ghost Rider. <laughs> it was definitely Ghost Rider. It was 100% the Ghost Rider. And it's excellent underrated sequel. The Ghost Rider Spirits of Vengeance. <laughs> I'm the only one that can walk between both worlds. I agree with you, alternate reality, Nick Cage. This is President Obama. The most important. <laughs> wow, that's your go-to impression. The most impressive. <laughs> sounded like Nixon. The <laughs> most impressive. Or wait, the most wow. important film of the decade. Ghost Rider 2. What's it called? Spirits of Vengeance. The Spirits of yeah. Vengeance has united Climax and Paranoia Shop. It's also worth mentioning I ride at hell and... Wait, what was that one where I escaped from hell? Escaped from hell? <laughs> was it Hell Ride? I don't know, I was on coke for most of that decade. There's, there's something with Amber Heard. Was it Drive Me to Hell? Drive Me to Hell. That's it, yeah. I'm Obama. The important thing That's is... That's the worst Obama impression <laughs> I've ever heard. The important heard. thing is, is we're gonna write this truth in the back. Of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> but it was there the whole time. <laughs> oh we just had to put lemons on it. Nick Cage, we, we I feel like we got it. off on the wrong foot. It's, we have to end it. Do you like do you like soft rock? Do you like the Elton John song Rocket Man? <laughs> do I have her? Sing me ask. Because that's you. 
Sing me a song. You're the Rocket Man. You're the Rocket Man. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to so- to fix this. Anymore. It's not. It's already been fixed. We're just gonna do dueling Nick Cage impressions for the next three hours. That's not fixing welcome it. To, uh, you're, you're welcome, scum dog. Uh, you're so welcome. welcome I'm gonna to, jizz wel- until I die in Vegas. Welcome to Cage what? in the Cage, our <laughs> Nicholas Cage podcast about. Can I just say I am so upset that there's already a Nick Cage podcast and I was beaten to it. Oh, what? Damn it. Yeah, it's called Cage. Cast. It's pretty good. Oh. Oh, but but Cage in the Cage. Cage in the Cage. That was what? so good. This is the only Nick Cage podcast that presumably still takes place in a wrestling ring. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my pitch my pitch for Cage in the Cage is we there's no set crew. It's whoever's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And each side picks a Nick Cage movie. And they for which debate. is the best Nick Cage movie. <laughs> and eventually we decide which is the best Nick Cage movie ever. Well, is obviously it? it's face off. Uh, no, is the rock always it's off the, rock. the table? No, it's the rock. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is the rock always off the table? Well, it sounds like Kim's team's gonna take face off, my yep. team's gonna take the rock, Aaron's team will take uh national treasure. Yep. <laughs> hey, and you guys. Joey's will take leaving Las Vegas. I said the rock. Do you Hey, you guys. Who's going to take Gone in 60 Seconds? But it's about coming seconds. alone in a, in a hotel room. Yeah, no, that's great. That's how I want to go. Yeah, so but you're hey, guys, in Las Vegas. I read the face-off novelization. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because Joey read a lot of novelizations I read a, a lot kid. of novelizations for movies that my parents wouldn't let me did see. Did the face-off novelization take place in the future like the original script did? It was It was, it was like, a novelization in the movie, John not Travolta the script. Said, oh my God, Cam, it's just this question. <laughs> what, what happened? I it said it was a novelization of the movie, not the script. Yeah, it was. A, it became, Both of these are valid Kim, questions. Kim topic made two. It. These are the questions. Maybe? Kim just wants to get to her topic. Topic number two. Number two. I don't get to go until three. No, you get to go to topic number two. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was three. Topic no, no, number three two. Is who, is, who are you as a wrestler? <gasps> I get to go next. Topic number, yes. number two. Go ahead. Go for it. I'm going to read it. Cajun to Cajun believes in you. <laughs> I'm going to read it. <laughs> Go, read. Oh, yeah. Hi. That's actually Has any of us heard of a wrestler besides Macho Man or I don't know. I, I was I've doing, watched a lot. I was trying to do a conflagration, a co- conflation of Macho Man and Hulk. I was trying to do The Rock, but... Which is interesting, since apparently they perfect. had quite the feud. Okay, let's hang on. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hi is where I was. Either have Kim or Phil listen to the entirety of Macho Man's album... And have them report on it, or have them sing a single from the album. It's your choice, Joey. If you can't get Phil, make Kim do it. <laughs> I guess Kim's good enough. Kim, you're good enough. Uh, Kim is not going to sing. I don't know why I'm second string, but yeah, I don't sing. She, I'm yeah. sorry. Kim, the only time I've ever sang much in front of our friends, even when we've gone to that, karaoke together. Is friends a synonym for podcast? No. Okay. The was crew. when we went to karaoke one night for someone's birthday, and Chad was butchering Aqua and the Barbie song. Barbie. Oh, oh yeah, so badly that I took the mic from world. him and kicked him out and Kim, finished the song. Kim felt so strongly about Aqua and Barbie Girl that <laughs> I'm she sorry. made Chad stop singing. And took over and finished and the song took for, over him. for him. Look, when I was a kid, we choreographed a whole dance to that song. Okay, okay? Anyway. I'm sorry. So, Number two is Kim, and she listened multiple times, I might add, yeah. to the entirety of the Macho Man Randy Savage album. Yes. So, probably not surprisingly, as a kid, I was not a super into professional wrestling. Your brother was. My brother was. And I was. Yes. 
But I mean, I didn't know you as a kid. I was telling Kim as a off, young child. I was telling Kim off mic. I actually went to WrestleMania eight and lost my voice singing or er, screaming yeah. for Hulk Hogan. Did you really? I did. WrestleMania I, Joey eight? is so. Jolly. I was seven years old. It was in Indianapolis, Indiana. When he did the Hogan leg oh drop, did you shit your pants? He, I think he squared off against the Million Dollar Man. Oh my god! Ted DiBiase. Ted yeah. DiBiase. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what's funny is I used to go with my dad. My dad. God bless my dad. He would take me to these wrestle, uh, wrestling events, WWF events, and he would like be totally cool with it. And there would be uh, title fights. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, what happens if he wins a title fight and it's not on TV? <laughs> <laughs> like, completely oblivious to the entire thing. What are you but, talking about? What? Oblivious to what? To, to wrestle, wrestling's fake. What? what? what <laughs> anyway, what are you talking about? So, um, when's wrestling ever been faked? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. He, but it's I, like UFC, right? I, yeah, maybe maybe he's talking about like movies like The Wrestler where they portray fake. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're talking about The Wrestler. You saw The Wrestler. With yeah, your dad. You, with, you saw Mickey Rourke. <laughs> you saw Ready to Rumble. What are you doing? While he's chewing on Matt's water bottle. While he's trying to uh, drink my bottle. <laughs> it's full of orange liquid, and he's chewing on the lid on the carpet. That, so weird. maybe bad move. That's just the pee bottle that but. Matt drinks from. No, it's like it's like Gatorade or something. Don't uh, worry about really it. He did a number on that lid. Yeah, not your dog's the worst. <laughs> Watley's awesome. Yeah. I'm so, anyways, I was not into wrestling ever. Why not? I just I, not you, my thing. Despite a brother, know. despite me, just I don't know. I, you weren't into it still when we started hanging out. Fucking after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. Anyway, anyways, anyway. Anywho, if we ever do an LOLJK album, I demand that's the title. <laughs> Fucking after midnight. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, we'll make a mental note of it. All right, so um, I did listen to Randy Macho Man Savage's album in its entirety. Randy Macho Man. Sorry. <laughs> I said Macho Man Randy Savage, didn't I? <laughs> Randy Macho Man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's it. accurate. You Randy Man the... Macho Savage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Randy okay. Nachos. Whatever, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm just going to preface. There's going to be a lot of probably pretty poor Randy Macho Man impressions uh, in topic number two going oh, will forward. Will it be the best impressions you've ever heard? Oh, the best impressions. Oh, yeah. That's better than your Obama. I'll give you that. <laughs> It sounds very similar to my Obama. <laughs> Your Obama, you just say all the G's. Obama. I'm gonna so, something of the budget. Oh, yeah. I've listened to the entirety of this album twice now. It's 45 minutes long. <laughs> How many songs? Three? Um, 13. Uh-huh. So, anyways. <laughs> um, I thought we could... So, the first time I listened to the album, I had no background. I had done no research, and I wrote down just... My actual first impressions about things, and I left those notes at my office. <laughs> so she had to do so it again. So I did it all over again. <laughs> so you've listened to the Macho Man album for a total hour and a half. Yes, I have. Like more so than music that's good. Is so it po- I, oddly enough, the second time I listened to it, I didn't think it was as awful as the first time I listened to it. <laughs> that's called Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> I mean, I still thought it was bad, but I didn't think it was sure, as terrible. Sure, good save, Kim. 
No, I'm yeah, not, no, 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 no. You, you can t- look at my notes. They're not complimentary. Have you guys- Unlike the album, which is extremely self-complimentary. Have you guys heard Phil's version of uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage ringtones that probably spawned this topic? No. Power too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get down. Let me hear you say ho. 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 Macho Man says, Good God. That was, so wait, wait. Can you play the source material? Someone paid for that? <laughs> that was small size legal pad here. I don't know how big this is, but I have like nine pages worth of notes I took on this. So there's a lot to say about it. <laughs> I'm eager to hear. <laughs> you should let us I have notes interrupt on you. every song. Okay. Well, um, maybe we'll go to the best ones. If you could just start yes. by playing like the first 45 seconds of this album. <laughs> and we'll go from there. I'm back. Please, I really hope there's a preamble. No, no, no. There's an intro. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. shall we go? Technically, song two is the first song. The first oh. Track two is the first song. Do you song. want me to go to track I wanna, two? No, no, no. I want to no, hear the no, no, intro. No. We need the track intro. We need one. the preamble. Yeah. yeah. In today's news, Macho Man Randy Savage inks recording contract with Big Three Records as a rap artist. Who's Big Three? Yeah, man, I heard it. Macho doing some kind of rap album or something. I heard this kind of whack, dude. I can't believe that. Girl, you look good to be an old man. I would date him. I can't believe that guy earlier said he was whack. I remember back in the day. Who said we're whack? He's still king. Kyle busted that dude right in his head with that elbow. Now they're just praising him. I heard Macho Man killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, man, I know Macho Man. Is that dude still alive? Don't let him fool you. He'll still whip your. All right, that's it. That's it. That's enough. Oh man. Yeah, and then it starts into the first song entitled "I'm Back." So, how many N words does he say? The entire album is surprisingly PG. Yeah, he has an. He never curses. The wor- I think it's his glasses. I think it's the frame of his glasses. <laughs> no, I'm looking at him without glasses. Oh, amazing okay. unibrow. Yeah, so it's giant great. silver eyes. <laughs> I just realized that uh, Macho Man sounds like uh, Krusty the Clown with a Northeast accent. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> no, no, Aaron, you're wrong. Sounds, no, and Kim has a better sound alike later. He sounds exactly whoa, like. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's Hang happening? I don't know. Joy. Wait, that's the Macho Man's music. Oh my God, Turn that, that shit Is off. he coming in here? That was tickling my balls. Aww. Whoa. Joey, do you have my comparison? I will shortly. Okay, the first time I listened to this album, uh. I thought, oh my uh. God, is this a Muppet? <laughs> Did you think it was the animal? Because I'm pretty sure I'm listening to Rolf right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kim wanted to play Rolf or Macho Man. I wanted to play a game, Rolf or Macho Man. <laughs> But, but we couldn't isolate the clips enough. Hey, Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Macho Man. <laughs> this is Rolf. Kermit. Kermit the Farm. Yeah, yeah, that's Kermit. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> Here comes Rolf. Uh. I'm no hyphus, but I get by. That was, that was very nice. I'm no hyphus, but I get by. A broken heart, right? Yeah. This is a really bad. This is a really bad example of Rolf, by the way. What do you want me to do? I thought you had one prepped. 
What? My, my favorite role for Macho Man when he was wrestler on uh, Dial M for Monkey on Dexter's Lab. <laughs> what? When he was wrestler. Oh, yeah. Rastlor? And he wrestled all of the superheroes on Dial M for Monkey on Dexter's Lab. Yeah, he was like an interdimensional super wrestler. Who was the champion, based on the champion for Marvel Comics. He mm-hmm. had the power gem from the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was also a storyline in the Ninja Turtles comic, I think. Oh yeah. So but... anyways, the first time I listened to the album, I had absolutely zero background on Macho Man. I knew nothing about him. About Macho Man at all? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd Except seen Except that him. he was Macho and I Savage. guess I'd seen him in the Slim Jim commercials, Slim Jims, okay. but that was literally all I knew. And God, I imagine being the guy who's famous for being in the Slim Jim commercial. So I went through the album with no knowledge at all. And I thought it was shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Come on. Then I did a, You're going to hell. Then I did a bunch of research on him. Okay. I listened to it again. He's a great American. Having some <laughs> having some context. It's her favorite album now. Having some context. Sure. And he it saved was, us from the rapture. I swear to God, I thought number two said the name of the track was Can I'm, I just tell I'm you? Black. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's I'm Back. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So anyways, listen to the album a second time, having some context on Randy Savage, Randy, a.k.a. Macho Man. Randy Macho Man Savage. And it was still shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> however. Kim, Kim telling it like it is. However, I didn't hate it quite as much. <laughs> Not sure why. Okay. But uh, maybe I felt bad for him. I don't know. I will say that just just from the preamble alone, this sounds like an outsider music masterpiece. I heard he was whack. Right up, uh, right up there <laughs> with like rock and well, roll McDonald's. Actually, if you listen to the music, you would know he's the illest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Illest and the chillest? Did he say that because he heard the Beastie Boys say it? And he's like, oh, that's a white guy thing. Oh, that's a white guy thing. I <laughs> oh, we're so, taking it back. I'm so half Jewish on my mother's side. He was he was 50 years old when he made this album. Are you serious? Yes. They literally said he's pretty hot for an old guy. I'd date him. Did he, t- he, was, he had Did been he t- out of the wrestling like spotlight, essentially, for several years. Did he, he lost more hair to his... No, 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 he did not. Okay. He lost the, was it the WWE that went away eventually? No, WCW. WCW. Okay, WCW. He lost the WCW championship. Which I prefer to WWE, I'm just saying. Did you really? To Hulk Hogan. I never did. In the early 90s. Okay. Or mid 90s-ish. NWO. I left my notes at the office. (laughs) And he was like not involved in stuff really again until he suddenly released this album in 2003. And he blew up. Yeah. Wait, 2003? <laughs> and it hit the top of the charts. This <laughs> album was 2003. Thank that, God. If this came out in 97, I would have owned it. That year, <laughs> that year, Backstreak was back. All right. And Dude, Macho I Man. Macho Man starred the, in Spider-Man. The and first, then later that Bonesaw, year, released an character. album. The first time they brought out the WWF entrance music on a CD. I fucking bought that. Yeah, I did too. And listened to it all the time. Stone Cold's theme song with the glass oh breaking. Oh my god. It was all so good. I was like, I can't believe they're just putting this on a CD. I can't believe they're just making it so I can buy it. <laughs> it's like I'm Stone Cold Save Us. So I have some notes, just my general thoughts about the album, and then I have a couple of comments about each song pretty much. So, my general thoughts on the album. Classic. Um, A timeless masterpiece. Instant classic. The majority of the chorus parts 
aren't really that bad, but he almost <laughs> never does the chorus. Okay, so it's like he uh, does the rapping, which is terrible. Was it was it rapping early Kanye? In quotes? Yes. Was it Kanye before high school drop for college dropout? Oddly <laughs> enough, on my original set of notes, I literally wrote, "Is he the OG Kanye?" <laughs> because he thinks he's so great, and Kanye just released that song called. I'm awesome or something. Well, that was about Kim Kardashian. But in it, he literally says, "Also, I'm awesome. I'm awesome." Yeah, but where's, also, yeah, but Kim, like, but Kim, where's the lie? That he and Kim Kardashian are awesome. Kim Kardashian is not awesome. Kanye is awesome. Um, debatable. She's got a big debatable. Hold on, I'm gonna Anyways, text Kyle. So do I. I'm gonna text Kyle since he's sober to remember this for Sunday. Why so, is he sober? Big butt. What makes you think he's sober right now? Because yeah, he's not here. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, then I said... Because he's not the, yelling about me. The in, You don't know that. Joey, I'm going to fuck you. My name's Kyle. <laughs> the entire album <laughs> seems to be like someone compiled like a checklist Accurate. of items that was like, these are the, thi- the components of songs that make songs popular. Not necessarily good. And like the odds. But popular and sellable. So and it was like... Catchy beats, things like put your hands in the air, a list of cities where people might live, like LA, you feel me, that kind of thing, or people singing in choir. I feel you. I feel you. Singing the oh my god, singing the chorus with a choir, like Mm -hmm. multiple people singing the thing. Boom, 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 boom. Or a call and response. Okay. Or something that is repeated a lot. Oh my God! The repetition on this so you're album he invented is b- insane. Bone and Harmony seven years too late. I'm not saying he invented it. I'm saying someone sat down and said, "If you do these things, you will make good songs." And he was like, "Got it! I'm going to do it. all of that shit." And he used it like a fucking instruction booklet, and it and made it, it terrible. Succeeded. And no, and then he fucking rocked the shit. Great no. notes. No, 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 no. And then my other like overarching comments on the album were that he seems like. Like he Needs has bipolar. <laughs> he's what? Like he's bipolar. He's okay. And like one minute he's like, I'm so great. And then one minute he's like, I'm so sad. Please don't. <laughs> no. Then one minute he's like, please don't forget how great I was. And then he's like, I'm so mad that everybody doesn't like me and respect me. And then he's like, oh my gosh, don't forget I was the best. I have all these friends. I'm probably and it's like, the greatest. Oh yeah. Thank kind of you all for over. recognizing me. So I wrote yeah. here, Seems like he's struggling with getting old and falling out of popularity. Constantly trying to convince everyone, and maybe himself, that he's so great and tough and handsome and a ladies' man and the best wrestler and the best rapper. Like, it's, What if everybody tried to kiss me? He's constantly... Let's play that game. Like, every song... Well, not every song, because he randomly has these songs that are totally out... Seemingly out of character from the beginning of the album. Because the whole beginning of the album, he talks about how great he is. And, like, don't forget he's the best, and he's the illest, and he's the best wrestler there ever was. And he's, he's a great illest. rapper, and he's a ladies' man, and all of this stuff. And then I put... Get down! And then I put that he constantly sounds like he's either actively lifting weights and or pooping <laughs> or yeah um why not both like that's just always like his jam like it sounds like it's really difficult for him to make any noise <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Hey, for this next track, could I just wheeze? No, see, like, that just sounds raspy. He sounds like he's like, oh, God, Yo, yeah. I need more fiber. Yeah, like, he's really struggling. <laughs> Things to, are coming out of me I didn't like, expect. To, like, use his vocal cords is really difficult. Yeah. The more I squeeze, the more my bowels erect. <laughs> And then, just, and then I just wrote... Are erect. Okay, great. I'm here by sheer force of will. Then my last comment, as far as my like overall album comments, was just, is Randy gay? No. Okay. He's, because he's he really seems to be overcompensating. He's macho and savage. Yeah, his no. name is and Macho man. man. His album is called Be a Man. He constantly sings about how great he is and how tough he is and how the ladies love him. I just feel like you literally described the straightest album ever. Yeah, no. Did I? I? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Are you for sure? sure. There's no way he could be gay if he did all that stuff. Did Did he sing about uh, clothes? No. Did he sing about shoes? No. Cigarettes? Did he, did he sing no. about anal sex with another man? <laughs> no, sure didn't. <laughs> okay, no, we're fine. I don't want to jump ahead. What's but did he sing song? about using blowjobs as currency? I don't want to jump ahead, but <laughs> just one a of little. his songs entitled. What's that all about? Is there's the a line that there's a line. I I put a quote. The lyric is where he, he's talking about his relationship with a woman, and the line is, Come "I wish you had a penis." I bet it's Miss <laughs> no. The line is, "Come home and make love and fall fast asleep." Whoa! So clearly he was an attentive lover. Come he home. came home and made love and then fell fast asleep. Come home, make love. Yeah, then I watch yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good night. <laughs> Come home, make love. Then I watch TV. Macho man is satisfied. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, good night. <laughs> Making a sandwich. It's one a.m. Hey, let's get to get, it here. Hey, baby, can I fall asleep on top of you? Could you get me some eggs? So, song number one is called "I'm Back." And it is fact. It's super self-complimentary. It literally doesn't do anything except talk about how amazing Randy is. So it's a Jay-Z song. Go on. What's and f- it's actually kind of catchy, but the rapping is really bad. Rapping, in quotes, quote, really quote, bad. Unquote, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could play starting at 2 minutes 20 seconds okay, hang on. for about 10 seconds, this is the chorus of the song. Maybe. Savage is back. That's enough. So I want to hear. I want to hear his rhymes. Okay, we'll hang we'll on. hear his rhymes in a minute. Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Did he say he squeezes a demon from a different plane? Yes. I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I, I swear that. I heard that. I literally heard that. <laughs> Is he actually a Satanist? He's no. He's, he's a no, conjurer. He's a, he's a Wiccan. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, for sure. So, anyways, that chorus actually kind of catchy, right? It's, it's, a DMX, it's a DMX chorus. Yeah, like Dude, before if, if Randy that was comes in, in a Fast and Furious movie, I would be like, okay, you wouldn't sure. give it a second thought. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I know, I know the beating heart of the Explosio Magico nation, the fandom skews younger than us. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of us. A lot of the shows are powered by the youth. So the youth, here's the thing. When rap was invented, it was like the Wild West, and white people assumed they could do this. 
That was like 1985. This came out in 2003. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So the chorus, I think, of this song is really not that bad. But Randy is not so good on it. And oddly, like, I found it very weird. At the end of this song, if you want to play it, it starts around 3 minutes and 40 seconds. He goes through, like, an end credits. Like, he starts rattling off names of people who helped on the album, but it's the first <laughs> it's track. It's the first fucking track. Yeah. Big ups to Kevin who got the bagels. No, but literally, and it's a bunch of people with weird nicknames. Great like, craft 340, services. 340, yeah. Victory crew. Oh, yeah. Anytime now. Yep. You're a liar, Kim. I wrote. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Huh? I read. I wrote 340-ish. Yeah, no, that you missed fades it out. all. All right, you missed it all. Maybe try 20 <laughs> seconds prior to that. That was 20 seconds. You're listening to that for 20 seconds. <laughs> try 320. All right, 320. 320. Whoa, that's. Oh, 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paranoia shot. Oh man, I fucking just. Mm. What'd you do? I just... He deleted the entire recording. <laughs> oh my god, we have to start over. Uh, I will see you back. guys tomorrow. <laughs> 320. Okay, here's three four. Joy, you're blowing my segment. Come on, this is hard. <laughs> Gross. After most of a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Big ups to oatmeal, <laughs> honey crisp, and spoon. R.I.P. Dog Collar. We think about you every day. Thank you, Bill Edwards. I'm pretty sure that the first guy he paid ups to was a guy named Taco Randall. <laughs> it's very possible. And a Sal Rubenstein, my right. agent. So, anyways, For he does like a up. whole ending credits on the first track. <laughs> Which that blew my mind. Piven. Which, uh, that track, I, according to this video, is I'm Back. That's what I said. It's called I'm Back. I'm Back. Yeah. A, I'm dinosaur, so, a dinosaur story. So the second song. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. So, Good night. Good night. Number five. Been great. So song Hour number... and 25 minutes. I'm going to go get water. <laughs> song number two. Bye, so Joey. do we need to wait a second? No, keep going, Kim. All right. <laughs> song number two is called Are You Ready? Capital R, capital U. Ready, but that was the style in 2003. Are you ready? WGF so, rolling on the floor, laughing my ass off, barbecue <laughs> sauce. About the dirtiest, quote unquote, dirtiest or most inappropriate, I guess, that this album gets is in this track when Randy says something, something, something that's retarded. What? Yeah. No, but everyone was saying that in 2000. That's exactly what time. I told Joey. Is so, that no one like says that these days? So, but like, back then, everyone was calling everything. Retarded. So you're saying like this aged into being edgy? Yes. No. Yes. Well, maybe See, in 2003, I said retarded a lot. Yeah, everybody said retarded That's a true. lot. I definitely said faggot a lot. Well, I don't know about that. One. I did. I did, and I apologize. I apologize. Joey's back. I was hey, a bad guys. person then. So the whole point Joey's of this song. The whole point of this song is like. 
like a, I love faggots. Like a See? get you pumped up kind of song. Mm-hmm. Like to make sure you were ready. Yes, exactly, Matt. <laughs> the letter U, anyway, the letter R, ready. Pickup. I know I just got here, but is this song you're talking about? Are you ready? Yes, it is. Okay. So, but I wrote somehow this song still manages to feel like very low energy to me. <laughs> Like, it's surprisingly too slow, and he seems very apathetic while he's doing it. Okay. So, are, are you implying that Randy said, Savage wasn't ready? He so, phoned it in. So, it's, are you ready, bit. parentheses, I am not. Yes. <laughs> are much. you ready, parentheses, Actually, you time. know what? I kind of get the feeling that this is the most ready that Randy gets. <laughs> so, maybe he is? Okay. I, I don't know. I understand, Kim, you didn't watch a lot of wrestling. Yeah. No one was more ready than the Macho Man. Maybe yeah. the Ultimate Warrior. At, at, so, at anyways... Any Given time, yeah, yeah, for sure. I said a play starting at six minutes. Okay. Are Wait, you going to go through the entire album? This, this <laughs> no, I don't have clips to play from every song. Okay. It's just most Six of them. minutes even? Just, you know, most of them. Six minutes to about 6.15. I wanted to highlight Why that clip. Why is this song so long? No, no, no. We have one album on one track. Yeah. Oh. yeah the yeah, whole yeah. album is on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So about six I'm minutes. Go with the greatest of ego, everybody. What about the rainbow? That's enough. That's enough. Get your butt out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. If, if you didn't come to party, get your butt out of here. But before that, he said, like, you don't have to eat that lemon. I don't. I don't think he said that. Is that a sex thing? I think you don't have hearing, to eat that lemon. I think you're hearing stuff. No, I think you put lemons in butts. No, no, no. <laughs> He's hitting a weird what? shit. Wow. No, no, that's what. That's what Macho. But man yeah, I mostly you don't to need to eat that there. lemon. I mostly There's wanted a to highlight about how they came to party, and if you didn't come to party, then disappear. Get your butt out of here. Okay. Something and like then that. put your lemons in butts. No, but like that's just another example of how. Did you come here to look at like, butts? The yeah, weird... Look at lemon butts. The weird... Whoa, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Macho the, Man can't be denied. Macho Man can't be silenced. <laughs> stop, 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 Joey. But like the weird juxtaposition of him like being really tough but saying things like, get your butt out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very odd. Also, he I'm going to kick your tushy. He says, <laughs> he says kick butt in almost every track. And but that's I made, what he's about. I made a kick butt counter, and I guarantee you I missed some, and I counted 11. <laughs> so, so, he's yeah. a man of principle. So, this is TV PG album? Or? Until we get to the end. Halfway through the album, there's like a sudden transformation of Randy's okay. attitude. Maybe he went to a darker place. He did. Well, track 14 so, is called Go Back to Africa. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Three is called Hit the Floor. Yep. No, that's, yeah, okay. Yep. Song number four. And it goes for like over a minute, like a minute and 10 seconds before Randy even makes an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy goes for a minute and 10 seconds. (laughs) The hype man? Yeah. Oh, there he was. No, that's it. That's all you get for a minute. Oh yeah! That hap- that goes on for over a minute. So it's really Macho Man Randy Savage featuring Rando Guy. No, it's, it's <laughs> Rando Guy featuring Macho Man Randy Savage. Is yeah, but it is. is this any different from Sugar 
so, Sugar Ray's classic fly. We're Supercat. All we're around the, the world. Randy, Randy. Oh, crumbled for me. Stretches crumbled for me. Who knows how long, how long I loved you. I love you. So my notes on this song were that Randy really comes across like a, a grumpy old man on this one. <laughs> and that it's really like a song like where he's talking to the new kids in wrestling and about how they don't know anything and they should learn from him they and he's do the more best. Steroids. And should... literally there's lines about like learning about wrestling's like getting a degree and you'll fail my class if you don't do this stuff. Like get a degree, kids. It's really weird. <laughs> where he so he's like talking to the new kids. I wrote Wait. I wrote that he feels very like get off my lawn in this song. Okay. Yeah, but do you have a time? At 10 minutes and 42 seconds is the worst call and response in the history of music. And him for- answering himself? 10.42? No, so the guys... I'll, Nobody's I'll, out there, I'll answer myself. I'll prep it a little bit. No, it's not even... You say 10.42. Yes, uh-huh. It's not even Randy. It's a guy saying like, let me, see you, let me hear you say hey. And everybody says, hey, or whatever. And then he says, say your name. And then everyone says their individual names. So it sounds like gibberish. Shut the fuck up. And then he says, say where you're from. And they all say individual <laughs> So it sounds like more gibberish. And Rest this happens... Indiana. This happens multiple multiple times Wait, what would you describe them all saying their own names and where they're from? Besides screaming. <laughs> yeah, so they say their name and they say where they're from. Then they now scream. Now say your name because they were just. Flagon. Yeah, it's ridiculous. My name's Randy Savage. I'm from the sleeping city of Ryla. Cthulhu <laughs> yeah, it's dreams. Some, it's some HP Lovecraft shit. Neither alive nor dead, brother. So that's an example of him like checking off the list, call and response. Okay, Got sure. it. Yep. Check. So, but just done in the worst possible way. And then track five is just Amazing. a cover of Whoop There It Is. <laughs> well, that's it, no, it's it literally on. just the song Whoop There It Is. He needed to fill out the album. The next song is actually called Let's Get It On. Gross. Wait, Lot- is it about fighting? Yes. Okay, There's I'm back. There's lots of butt kicking happening in this song. Like he says butt kicking multiple times in this one. Okay. Do you hear and- that police siren? I think oh, this podcast hey. is too dangerous. Yeah, Macho Man, hang on. It's gone. It's gone. Hey, Poli- I said no cops. Okay, okay, we're good. <laughs> so he talks about butt kicking a lot in this one. And at one point he talks about throwing you down on the mat so hard you'll be coughing up dust. <laughs> which <laughs> which uh, is bone dust. Which from, is like your, yeah, your skeleton from, being from It's also like, a, a common old person problem when you yeah. turn fifty. Which I from just beating felt like up old people. Was another yeah. weird way yeah, that he sure. was like weirdly cleaning it up like he didn't want to say he'd be coughing up blood which would be the natural thing to say there <laughs> yeah you were so he said coughing up dust you were telling me earlier this is a very pg, PG but yeah. not really supposed to be album yeah so if you want to play i have written down when he says that if you want okay. to play another clip sure about twelve fifty. it's only like a 10 second clip here I feel like the entire album should have been playing the entire time we've been on. <laughs> Low in the background. Maybe I can background. do that. But then level. you wouldn't have Bed really level. been able to appreciate it. Alright, great. I've, I've heard John Jones say that before fighting people in the UFC. 
<laughs> that they'll cough up dust. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's not a thing people say. I think I think I've heard that before. That's not a thing people say. I think Coughing like old timey wrestlers and unitards and <laughs> you gotta and, remember to replace your air filters and quote unquote <laughs> trunks. It's before so, before they OD. They've, so song five. I'll slam you so hard you'll be thrown off kilter. I can do this. So song, yeah, probably. I could do this. Yeah. Neville Chamberlain's a coward. Song five <laughs> is when things start to turn. Okay. Song five is the ballad. Okay. No. It's, yeah, it's called "Remember Me." Oh, is it to Miss Elizabeth? And I no 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 it's not. And I just wrote ballad, bad choice. <laughs> and I said we should play the beginning of this song. And then he seems desperate to stay relevant. <laughs> hey kids, are you on aim? Instant message me if you want some pain. I <laughs> see man you. Savage Come on, coming just your house. let the music speak for itself. There's a kick your butt. Yeah. Alright, that's good. But here's a did he this say I'll still him. I'll still flip the script? Yeah, he did. What's what script is he flipping? I don't know. And he the, said the wrestler's and he said rap, he was gonna be the is? best until he retires, and he hadn't done a wrestling gig for almost ten years at this point. Doesn't mean he was retired, he's just waiting. He just Apparently. didn't have the desire. Maybe he walked away until uh, uh, an opponent presented itself. Yeah, well, and the only opponent was his own heart. You may notice he <laughs> talked about kicking your butt, but in yeah, this I one, heard another, yeah. yeah, and it's just a great example of like the whole album. Whenever he sings, he sounds like so stilted and like he has literally no rhythm, and he's just like Kim. speaking the words Kim. like someone who's trying to like stay on saying- tempo. That this may be a marketing cash grab. Hold on. Kim, are you implying that the Macho Man has no flow? I am, yes. 100%. You're a buster. I will say, though, of of, of all the wrestlers, he definitely has the most distinctive cadence that I'm aware of. (laughs) (laughs) Someone pointed out online, I thought this was a great, like, comment to make about it, was that most wrestlers who did music while they were popular wrestling personalities they made them like as their wrestling personality like as a thing that was going to be promoted as part of their wrestling career like for the wcw or something like that like to be their intro music or to be some promotion thing that they did this was like years after he was out of wrestling after he was random thing like this was trying to save his career it seemed where most wrestlers were doing it like yeah, whatever. This is like a funny thing I'm doing on the side. This is like his main thing at this time. This says... My uh, album is dropping. The description for the YouTube video says, The stunning debut album from the late great wrestler Randy Savage released in 2003. Yeah. What? I so, don't know when he stopped Was there a wrestling. follow-up? No, no, no. We, we, Joey, we discussed this already. Did he do a follow-up album? No, this was the only album he did. That's a shame. And or I, when he died. He died in, I think, 2011. Who is the best Macho Man impressionist? Me! No, no, no. Years. I mean, like, I mean, like huh? in the entire world. In the world. Because it feels like I want to recut the 8-mile trail. I'm pretty sure it's Rolf. <laughs> He's not a real gangster. His real name's Clarence. And Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. <laughs> 
So anyways. He went to Cranbrook. Mom's spaghetti. Went to private school. About Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> about the song Remember Me, I wrote, it was a bad choice to do a ballad. This song made it seem like he was desperate to stay relevant. And there's the girls in the background. You heard a little bit of that. And they don't even, like, write words for the girls to say most of the time. They just do, like, la, 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 for a lot of it. We already listened to Rolf, Joey. I actually like Rolf. I, I like love Rolf. I love him. Rolf is one of but the But this best. is not a Rolf segment. This is a Macho Man segment. Yeah. After, after Kermit, Rolf. And a lonely wolf is howling at the moon. He sounds a lot like Randy. Hey, Macho Man, it's me, it's Hulk Hogan. Hey, Macho Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kermit the Frog. It's not easy being a Hulkamaniac. I wanted to play a bit from this song as well. But before we get there, he also says uh, a line from this song is, For those who forgot, I still rock. <laughs> and, I, I never forgot. And he, like, at one point in the song, he awkwardly, like, really in a way that doesn't fit in with the music goes through like telling a story about like big wins he had okay. like he'd be like at the silver dome and i won this fight and everyone was there and like it's literally and it was as- pre-planned and i won it <laughs> despite what- and it's literally as if he's just talking to someone telling them about major wins in his life and they put it to music it's okay. really bizarre time but what? the part i wanted to highlight in this is actually not that it's when he takes macho man and makes it like, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the word. But where he says what each letter stands for. An acronym. Yes, thank you. Oh my uh, gosh. For Macho Man? Yes. That's so long. He goes through and he says what each letter stands for. So I'll read it to you because it's a little bit hard to get, I imagine, when we're playing the audio through the things. What's the time? But here's what he says. He says, M, because I push it to the maximum. <laughs> Accurate. Keep going. A, for the aura that they want to achieve. Yep. Something like That's that. That's actually a pretty good one. Hyper C, straight, go on. C, for the championship that I won six times. Yeah, he did. Fact. H, for honor, because I'm in the Hall of Fame. He is. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. O, for oh yeah. He says that Obviously. Oh yeah. Too much, perhaps. Does he say obviously? Maybe too no, much. I added that, that bit. Because that I think, put it over. <laughs> I think it may be too much. M for macho. Yep. Me. A. Uh, wait, 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 wait. He so the the, the the second M was an acronym for the first word. Yes. yes. Okay. The, the M in man stands for macho. Okay. Yes, you got it. Okay, yes. great. A for any time, any place. It's like they'll snake, take you on. It's like a snake eating its own okay, tail. Okay, that's that's just for a phrase. That's a lot. On. Yeah. Okay. And N for notorious man. So if you want to play this bit where he talks about like it, B I G. It's about 16.05. It was all a dream. <laughs> I used to read oh my God. Magazine. I thought that was Randy. It was all a dream. Salt and pepper. Heavy D up in the limousine. Alright, 16.05. Ziggy, Ziggy, I-G-G-Y. <laughs> Out of my way, cause I'll have you running scared like a castaway. The M's cause I push you to the maximum. And the A's for the aura that they try to become. The C's for their champ six times if you can. And the H's for honor, I'm in the Hall of Fame. True. The O's for oh yeah, cause I'm so outstanding. Yep. The M's for my joke. Oh, he said it twice, Kim. He made it count twice. I'm sorry. Anytime, any place we can go. And the ends for Notorious, the one my joke. Remember me? Same old Macho's identity. Hey, it's me, I'm 
Macho so man. you heard the ladies there picking up just then. Yeah, so Macho the, Man. The ladies sing the chorus and they do a lot of just la 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 type stuff. But the very end of the song is where this like the album was already like taking a drastic turn with the ballad in general. But the last line of the song is the ladies saying, "How could you forget me?" That's just sad. What? Yeah, and this is where things go off from from this point on it gets weird what's it what's the track number that was remember me so remember me there's still like over half the album album left i know so halfway through this album macho man went fucking dark so the the roller coaster ride of this album is we've made it to the top and now we are plummeting okay It's like Sergeant Peppers. It has a story uh, yeah, to tell. I, sure. I admire his honesty. Yeah. So, so this song ends with them like very R and B, like these women being like, "How could you forget me?" I didn't mention man. This, I didn't. And then the song you ends. You were just some fucking bitch. You were always on the there. Show. <laughs> no, it's not about women. It's about like his fans. Uh, it's like the they? people who love wrestling. How could you forget? Did they? I thought he just stopped doing stuff. Well, it's because the WCW disappeared, and he didn't like go in like you know Vince McMahon or whatever in his new league essentially Vince like took over what used to be the WCW, and then Macho Man didn't do wrestling anymore. Shortly after the Montreal screw job. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> you wrestling fans know what I'm talking about. The next about. song is called "Tear It Up," and he suddenly thinks he's Kid Rock. Okay. <gasps> that was my only comment on this song. <laughs> okay. I got to hear the whole thing. I didn't put a time to listen to for this one. I just put, just, now he thinks he's Kid Rock. You want to hear Tear It Up? We bah, have to, we have to start going through this faster. This I know. That's why I didn't show. put anything on this one. I'm ready to skip to the next one. No, well, let's hear Tear It Up. <sighs> All right. Maybe skip past further than the next one. I like this little hip hop. This with a little bit of rock and roll. I'm ready to do this right now. I like that he comments. That he acknowledges it. Yeah. Rap rock. Okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. He thinks he's Kid Rock. Am I wrong? Let's do a thing where it's like rock and roll, but not, but with rap. Yeah. Ah, with the bar. Bang the bang the diggy, singy diggy, set the boogie, set the truck, the boogie. All right, so then the next track. My people. The next track is called Macho Thing with an A, not an I. And an NG. Macho Thing. No, no, no. Thang with an A. Thang. Thang. Ain't no thang. So now suddenly. Now suddenly he's a ladies' man. Okay. He's always a ladies' man. He's the macho man. But on this album, he has not talked about, like, Getting women or anything at all. No. I'll make love to you. I told you this is a PG album. <laughs> like okay? you, you know want me to. The weird thing is, whether me, Matt, or Aaron are doing it, I have you can't no tell. idea. <laughs> I'll hold you tight. So, anyways, we all through the night I'll make love to you. We I are le- want me to. We are legion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anyways, yeah. for Macho Thing, I just said, now he's suddenly a ladies' man. Not sure where this is coming from. Okay. From all the fucking he does. And yeah, then yeah. I said, from you all should, the pussy. You should play a clip starting at 2313. We're halfway through the album, gang. We did it. <laughs> no, no. The first time I made notes, when this song started, I wrote, I'm only halfway. Are you kidding? But then you wrote in all caps, Panty Dropper. Nope, sure did. <laughs> oh, whoops. I I'm just... looking at the notes. And... Whoops, sorry. Oh, my yeah. God. We did this one. This song's about fucking. Nope, 2313. <laughs> 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 
shaking her thing like it's the end of the world. She's shaking her thing for all her girls. Just wait. Up in the I don't know where to stop it. Kim? Yeah. I don't I didn't know where to Kim. stop the clip. Kim. When they walk There's away. There's no ending point of that. Kim. It just goes and goes Kim. and goes. I'm so sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> you had to listen to this. In wait. case Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Twice. We yeah. pop the bubbly when they walk away. Br- br- dropping the pills. You couldn't pick up on some of those lyrics. He says she's pointing at us because she's interested, and then something about um, they step to us and they make their bid. <laughs> like I don't know what this means, and it just doesn't stop. It just keeps going. It's just word vomit nonstop. <laughs> it's and then Joey started talking and cut in right where he says, and like we say something about what do you want to do, and then a lady comes in. Yeah, and says something like, whatever you want, as long as I'm hanging with you. All right, that's enough. But they walk so, away, we drop in the pills. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The next song is the title track, Be a Man. Oh. The song is nothing but him smack-talking Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote on my notes... This is my favorite one. This song is awesome. This is probably the point at which Hulk Hogan has a reality series, and most of his problems are about his dumb fucking family. Well, and he, and he probably saw his well, daughter cat. trying to get into Maxim. So and he prob- in this song, he's suddenly so mad. He's so angry. He insults everything about the Hulk. He says his pay-per-view was a joke. He says his acting is bad and his movies suck. Suburban Commando was bullshit. And they were in paradise. And they oh, went, yeah. And they went, my dick. And they went straight to video, and he got a leading that role cameo in and Superman. Rocky. Or Spider-Man. That cameo and, in Rocky Four. And he like calls out and says that his acting is crap. Like Randy's rapping is so yeah, great no, or something. Great, yeah. Let's but get down literally, to business. It's nonstop about how awful the Hulk is and how like just he's just calling him out how he wouldn't fight him and all his pay per view sucked. It's a whole song of fighting words directed towards Hulk Hogan. Okay, B man time code. I did not. I that's all I got. It's just nonstop <laughs> of that. I B-man. didn't put in a time code. This is straight up battle rap. I know. I love that at this point, that was he's like, he's been out of wrestling for so long. And he's still just, he's just like, he's desperate. Oh, this is going to get fucking people into this. That shit. was a, that was a reference to Mr. Mom, I think dancing around in tights in a ballerina. Like a oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. That's what I'm You're saying. Right. He like does some weird deep cuts. He says something about how he's gonna wash his mouth out with soap and he's gonna kick <laughs> his butt. Oh man, and that's brutal. And he's such a chump and he's a punk and like it's so weird. Would you say he's a chump punk? No, I wouldn't. Okay. Would you say he's a buster? No, no. Was no. he? Is he a scrub? 
So, anyways, yes. he's so mad in this song. Uh, spoken. Turn it off, Joey. Anyways, I said that he's no longer sadly talking about how great he is. He seems now to be threatening the audience into acknowledging his greatness. <laughs> As any great person would do. So he's moved sure. on from just being like, I'm so great, to being like, you guys really need to acknowledge how great I am. Or I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I'll beat your, I'll kick your butt. So the next song is called Feel the Madness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't I handle this right now. 3250. It's the chorus of the Feel the Madness song, which I kind of like. It's not bad. That's weird. It's no surprise, Randy's not in the chorus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it makes more sense. He really does the chorus. He mostly just does the rapping bits, and then some like background singers do the chorus. You turned it all down. Let me see your hands. Come on, feel the Alright, that's enough. That so that cor- was the chorus. That chorus almost sounds like a Fergie comeback song. It just it was noise. It's I, like a very like top forty type of thing, I felt like. Yeah. So anyways. Um the next song is called What's That All About? Is every song a commentary on the previous was track? That, was this track this accidentally one? recorded between takes? This one is where his like emotional disconnect with like adult things becomes blaringly obvious. <laughs> I love Toy Story too, and I'm not afraid to say it. No, I wrote that he seems very anyone who says otherwise is a fucking fake it. <laughs> I wrote that he seems very emotionally stunted in this. <clears throat> and then I said, does this start out with Randy or a different rapist? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to play the beginning, just so we can hear Randy and or a random, rape. Like a random rapist? Is this yeah. going to sound like early Eminem? Oh, <laughs> 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 Alright, that's enough. That's enough, Joey. Stop it! I just felt like there, he has so many different people sing on every track that when that started, I wasn't sure if that was him or not. So when I originally listened to it, I didn't really think much of it. But after I learned more about Macho Man's background, it became, genius and they it, became, it, it became a very confusing song for me. So anyways, this is the song where he What's says, that come home about? and make love and fall fast asleep. Um, it sound, I wrote, it sounds like a song written by a 15-year-old about his crush. Mm-hmm. Like the the song title, what's that all about? Is where he, the chorus, it's about his love interest, and the chorus says, "First you love me, then you hate me." Something, something, something. What's that all about? Like he doesn't understand essentially the fluctuating emotions of his of love humanity. interest because he's normally used to having relationships with robots. I don't know. That's why I'm saying he seems very emotionally stunted in this. Like the fact that his like the fact that he's this ridiculous wrestler guy might make a woman not always 100% of the time be totally invested in him. It confuses him. But. Macho man angry. Yeah. Here's where it gets more confusing to me is that, as I did not know, but probably you guys do, he was married to 
Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. Was who was another wrestling persona. He was who royalty? was his manager. Um, he was... He in married real her. life, Miss, Miss Elizabeth was his wife. Yes. Yes. Okay. And in the story, quote unquote, of wrestling, she was his manager. Yeah. Right. And they were actually married in real life way before their like staged wedding in Madison Square Garden well, on television well, for he was wrestling. Like, he was like a baseball prodigy and it didn't work out so he went into wrestling. He wasn't a baseball prodigy. And Let's got, not get and, confused. And he got, played in the minor leagues for a couple of years they and they got cut. And then he married this so, woman. So he married her. And, and then, then they went and into then wrestling. He, like, he beat her, and then he beat any man who looked at her. What, what, and then when what, they got what, together, what? they got married on TV. But no, no, no. But they had been married for years <laughs> before they got married on TV. I know, TV. but they like renewed their vows on TV, and that was supposed to be the end. Of, he was supposed to like turn a leaf or whatever and quit but, but then at their quote-unquote reception, the televised one, that was after they'd been married for years... Hulk Hogan she, came in! No, she got a gift from some other wrestler that then started a feud between... Anyways, it was this whole thing. But he divorced Miss Elizabeth... In real life. In real life. And she actually died before this Jesus. album came wait, out. Wait, what? Yeah, she How? like OD'd or something. Was that with uh, Lex Luger? I have no idea. Okay. But she died... And they were. The they had been. Killed her. They Undertaker. Had, they had been divorced for a, Chris Benoit many years before doink, he wrote this song. Doink the clown smashed your head in. And he, <laughs> he actually, at this point in time, was unmarried. A woman that he had met before he was involved in wrestling, when he was a baseball player, that he met and dated for Probably. a few years, and then he <laughs> went his separate ways from her. Did his whole wrestling thing. Married Miss Elizabeth. Years and years and years went by, and then after he had been divorced from Miss Elizabeth, someone ran into him and was like, became friends with him and was like, oh, by the way, I know this lady who says she dated you years ago when you played baseball. And he was like, oh my gosh, like, we should get together. Then he started, like, being involved with this woman who he had dated decades before, before he even met Miss Elizabeth. And they were involved in a very long-term relationship, and then he started getting afraid that if he were to die, she wouldn't get any of his money. So he married her so that she would have financial protection if something happened to him. That was nice. Like, he loved her, and they were in a very long-term relationship. They just hadn't gotten married until he started to freak out that when he died, she wouldn't have, like, rights to any of his stuff. <laughs> My own mortality's creeping up so on me. So they got going to fucking die Oh, no. Oh, no. So as far as I can tell, they got married in 2010, and it says that they reunited about a decade prior which would put them dating about 2000. And this came out in 2003. But the song is all about how you've always been there for me and you had my back. So for the life of me, I can't figure out who the song is supposed to be it's about. It's like second lady. I think it's just... It's someone who was ever writing the songs for him. It's fictitious. Well, I tried to Second verify lady. whether or not he actually wrote all these songs or not, and I no couldn't way. come up with an answer. There's no yeah, way. No, there's no fucking way. Well, that's what I thought. Not. But this was about the second lady. But then the, but then the thing is, the writing is it was some so bad in some cases. That he really liked. But the writing is so bad in some cases that I'm like, there's no way they hired a person to write these songs. No, they he wrote lyrics write that songs. he would be able to recite. Yeah, it was a ghostwriter. The whole song is and a now fantasy. Now ghostwriter. Okay, let's wrap, so anyways, up, let's wrap up Macho Man, Be a Man. That song was, was rough. So the next song is called Gonna Be Trouble, where he finally starts to get dirty and he says, talk shh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He says, talk and shh. Talk. Multiple times. Talk and shit. Yeah, 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 but he doesn't say shit. No, he just no, says, no, Aaron, Shh. come on. 
So anyways, the last song on the album, then the album wraps up with a song called Perfect Friend. Oh my God. I've actually heard this. Which is about his friend, Mr. Perfect, who died. You guys know Mr. Perfect, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I didn't know wrestler. I didn't know anything about Mr. Perfect, but based on this song, you'd think he's really a stand-up human being. The first time I listened to it, and then I asked Joey how he died, and I was like, I really hope it was steroids, and it was something, like it was an I overdose. Think, or I'm pretty something. sure it was cocaine. Like, but in Mr. Combination- Perfect killed himself by doing too many drugs. Yeah, cocaine. Yeah. So this song was co-written by Randy and his brother. Oh. Yes. Who is also a friend of Mr. Perfect. Yes, and also a wrestler. The macho man think, Andy Savage? And I think he managed Mr. Perfect for Did a while, actually. Did you say actually. Andy Savage? Yeah. 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 Okay. Randy no, and Andy Savage. No, that, that was not his name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was him. <laughs> but, um, pretty sure Randy was, Macho Man co-written I'm by sure Andy Savage. Randall and Andrew Savage. <laughs> it was not. It the, was not. The Nacho Man Andy Savage. No, the Nacho Man was actually a derogatory name that people started calling the Macho Man when he's like getting too old to wrestle anymore. And Nachos are old. Perfect. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. I was like, that's I don't know how writing. those things go together. That's but good writing. But I said that the this, youth hate nachos. This song, <laughs> this song really seems truly like, an old man snack. Like Randy just took his diary and like this was forced his stand. it into a song. Yeah, this was his stand. Like really yeah. shoved it in there in a way that it did not fit at all. And I wrote that a good example of this starts at forty-two fifty. I'll see you at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. Oh, no. I won't be and he writes me. something like, you were one of the best. I'm going to sign my name in the book of blood. Oh, shit. He writes. I'm going to miss everybody. Uh, the, lyric, miss everybody. the lyrics is something like, you were one of the best, really high up on my list. You he were number that? one, but yeah. you were up there. Yeah, it's really like, I don't know why you would say that. The best wrestler of all time is Papa Shango. But you were you were probably a close. <laughs> then Undertaker, then Tatanka, and then after that, probably someone on the Olympic team. Then maybe maybe Ultimate Warrior. Then you, Kurt, number five. So, board. anyways, can you play at forty-two fifty oh, for us? This is really professional wrestling crossroads. Is this 4250? Yeah. Not just in the ring, but out of the ring, you're dearly missed. But your name lives on, we carry on your legacy. All right, that's good. Because the passion that you left with... Yeah, let's forget about this. It's for so, you and me. At the beginning of that, I don't know if you heard it, but he says something about your place in wrestling history. Like, he does a line, but he's not done with his sentence. So then he pauses, and like the next like lyric starts, and he's finishing the sentence from the other lyric. Yeah, the next bar. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, it's, they say that beauty lies in its imperfections. <laughs> but it's like hard to make fun of this one because it actually feels like he really tried on this one. It's pretty easy. But, and then I just write, oh my God, the repetition just fade out already. Like that chorus that you heard there. 
that happens for like the last two minutes of the song. It's just nothing but, you were my perfect friend, friends until the end, or whatever it is for like... And then you did some drugs and disappeared from my life. Yeah, pretty much. So that's Macho Man Randy Savage, Be a Man. R.I.P. What would... Yeah. (laughs) I just... Guys, that was a dead guy singing about a dead guy. And that concludes topic two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So overall, I thought this well, was a terrible album. Okay. But you're gonna say that about a dead guy. Yeah, I am. Okay. Oddly sure. enough, when I was going online to try and research Macho Man and like the like chrono- chronology of his life and when the this album came it. out and everything. There was a lot of articles that talked about how good this album was. Whoa. I'm really hoping it's some weird meta internet joke. 2003 <laughs> was a different time, Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's also maybe like you can't... Oh my gosh, do you have that other link I sent you? You can't say bad stuff so about... Because so what, the other thing about this last song, Perfect Friend, Only is that, a, that they're claiming Justin Timberlake ripped it off. What? what? Yeah, they're claiming JT stole this sick beat. Oh, right. TM, Taylor Swift. Pardon me. Taylor Swift? She trademarked the phrase, this sick beat. For Shake It Did Off? Did she really? Yeah, or she's trying to. I don't know if it's final at this point. You yeah. were my perfect friend. Shake it off. Shake it off. TM. Wait, did he, is, are they saying this is Cry Me a River? No, they're Cry saying that this is... Um, what comes around. No, no, what shake comes it around. Off, perfect friend. What comes around. And there's a YTM and D that someone made where <clears throat> Justin Timberlake is in the left speaker... And Perfect Friend is in the right speaker, so you can like take one headphone out if you want and check it. But they play them at the same time, and it's really just like the like the bass rhythm beat that is definitely like, the same in both. Like, so Timbaland ripped off Macho Man. I don't know that it's enough to say that it's really. I don't know. All right. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. So, so we don't have the so, whole different. So really, they're thing just for great. You, but you can search it and really it'll come up. It's just great mashup material. Yeah, mashup. yeah, pretty much. Excellent. I'm gonna play both of them at the, the same speaker time. at the same time. So let's see what we got here. JT ripped them off. JT rips off Macho Man. And yep. man. All he did was just add a little tinkly guitar in there and <laughs> yep. different lyrics. Yeah, so some people are saying that it's clear JT ripped him off. It's 100%. 100%. It's 100% okay. clear. I'm de- not sure I'm buying it. No, in defense of JT, if you're going to rip someone off, you should probably rip off Macho Man. <laughs> No one's gonna have fucking heard that before. That's really? true. Feels like it's the internet figured it out. The album sold three thousand copies. What? One yeah. to Timbaland, who ripped it off for Justified. It's not yep. Timbaland. It's Justin Timberlake. Timbaland no, is someone different. It's oh, okay. Timbaland. Who's the producer, Kim? Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Three thousand copies. Yeah, that's it. We can sell three thousand copies of I, this. I wonder if they skyrocketed after he died. I don't nope. think so. I, I doubt it. And also, he says in <laughs> one of the songs writer. about, oh, his acronym, about how H is because he's in the Hall of Fame or whatever, but 
He was adamant up until he died that he would not be ex- he would not accept an invitation to be inducted into the Hall of Fame without his whole family being inducted because his brother and his dad were professional wrestlers. Oh. And he thought there was some other family that got inducted into the Hall of Fame where like all the kids killed themselves. Was it was it the Hearts? I don't oh. know. One kid died like yeah. Bret Hart's not dead. One kid, there was like four, and one of the sons died like apparently from some sort of intestine issue, but everyone thinks it was a drug overdose. And then mm. three of the brothers killed themselves. Holy shit. So oh, Andy yeah. Savage, his father Mandy Savage. <laughs> Dandy Savage. But all of those, that whole family and, is in And the his Hall of sister fame. Candy Savage. And so Randy, <laughs> Randy Savage's dad. Suicide is hilarious. Randy Savage's dad was a pro wrestler, and his dad got like sick as he got older and had dementia and i think that's part of why randy got so like weirdly sad as he got older <laughs> but sure but randy was very adamant that he wouldn't go into the hall of fame if his whole family wouldn't go in and he made his brother like promise him that essentially if they tried to induct him post-mortem he wouldn't let them do it if they didn't do the whole family no posthumous oh. honors brother yeah all or so, none, brother. But it's weird because he sings about being in the Hall of Fame, but he was adamant about not going in until his family was He was in. in his own Hall of Fame. I couldn't yeah. get a resolution on what happened there. Honestly, well, I probably didn't look hard enough. He's actually I was, in the Bowling Hall of Fame. Like, really over it at this well, point. Macho but, Man, I salute you with my $4 bill. I li- Randy, five? $4? It's worth $7. The yeah. autograph brings it down somehow? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's worth $7. <laughs> this $5 bill has writing on it. So I've heard your album <laughs> twice. The second time around, they didn't hate it as much. Perhaps if I were willing to listen to it a third time, I would like it even more. But we're not going to take that chance. Stockholm Syndrome, I swear to God. So that is Be a Man by, <laughs> by Macho Man Randy Savage. As seen through the lens of... Oh, yeah. Kim Ryan. Snap into a Slim Jim. Topic number three. In wrestling video games, there is a feature called Create a Wrestler. Caw. I want you to make yourself a wrestler. <laughs> Give me your gimmick, finishing move, etc. Also, tell me if you will be a face or a heel. Finally, tell me who you would feud against in the Explosive Magico Podcast Network. Mm, more a feudin'. More fussin' and a feudin'. Can I, I go first? I think Adam's trying to, like, break us apart. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like, we gotta clearly. settle this beef and, and then he's invent like, four new beefs. <laughs> Kim, what's your beef? So, I... Hi, Beth. I spent a lot of time on Randy. <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to really fully hash this thing out. But I decided that... I did go to a couple of things like create your wrestling gener- wrestler generator type things online. Did you really? Trying to find something. Wow. Yeah. But I found that I was poorly equipped to even do those because a lot of the questions would be like, what's your finishing move? Driver? Smash? Like words I didn't even know what the lingo meant. Okay. So I couldn't even adequately answer your the question. Your wrestling name is Hank Pud. But I found a place <laughs> where you input your name and it tells you a wrestling name. I found two your different ones. Your finishing move is the wet. What? <laughs> I found two different ones. Sloop. Yeah. And unfortunately, I left all my notes at work. Okay. Oh, but boy. but it was a good one. Moving on. One was like gold treasure. Okay. Or something which I thought, yeah, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. And the other was like black tempest. I thought that's interesting choice. Yeah. But okay. Black tempest. But then I just we decided. Leaving work when I was talking to my girlfriend, who also has never listened to the show, that I would definitely be a face, which is a good guy for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know. Sure. And that my gimmick 
would probably be that I, my persona was like some sort of like 50s pinup type person. Mm. And that, that I'd be like very girly, but I'd totally kick your ass. Yeah. Like I would appear like I'd be like weak and incapable, but I would totally not be. That's like an oxymoron about a girl that could kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, snap. we decided that Kirstie would be like a Barbie. And I was like, so like a true diva? Like, because they have that show now about the divas? Yeah. So she'd be the one that'd be in Playboy eventually. <laughs> Wasn't China in Playboy? They all were. Was her clit China, Dick? Sable. Yeah, Big Clit Tori. and Sunny and Sable. No, no, maybe not Sunny, but Sable for sure. Angela, Hemi, Henny. China did a porn. Chi- no, China had a sex porns. tape with Xbox. A sex tape. But then she also did several porns. Okay. After, after yeah. the Xbox? After One Night in China. One night in China. That's oh, what I was so thinking of. Fucking gross. Yeah. Oh my god. So, anyways, I'm not. It was tasteful until the anal. Wow. <laughs> my wrestling character. I, you know, for those that don't know me super well, I love the bad guys. So I would definitely go heal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Kim left this out of her description as how this relates to the Explosive Magical crew. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. My rival would clearly be Kyle because he's your second wife. <laughs> Because my second wife? Yeah. But also okay. Brian. Because <laughs> nah. he's a monster to you on those recordings. Yeah, yeah but I don't feel threatened whatsoever by Brian. <laughs> oh, so so Brian would be Kyle's manager. He'd yeah. be his Miss Elizabeth? Yeah, or his Paul Bear. I like Miss Elizabeth. Or his sexy Paul Bear. Or his Miss Elizabeth, because they're <laughs> definitely fucking. Okay. Like in my position of the Exposed Magical Podcast Network, uh-huh. I would also play as the Mr. McMahon. Who's your your nemesis i it would be one of those things where it would also be kyle it would also be kyle. no 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 it would be everybody because the vince mcmahon character is like i think i heard that vince mcmahon is the owner of the wwf and mr mcmahon is the heel in the show so would, Joey Reinish is the owner of the Explosive Magical Network. And exactly. Then, and then and Joey Reichnish is the heel. And then I would also wear leather so that I would also squeak quite a bit. Mm. Why why leather? No. Aaron, what's your wrestler persona? Uh I would be an old timey wimey guy named the Phrenologist. And my signature mood would be the miscigenator where I paint <laughs> Paint half my face like an engine savage, and the other half yellow like a celestial. Aaron, and I spin single- around and hate myself. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron every single <laughs> word you're saying sounds fake. <laughs> and then, no, I can I can vouch for nearly everything. And then saying. my <laughs> and then my power move would be riding a penny, penny farthing on the ropes around the ring. Well, and that's the, what you and do then on Saturday. And then I would buck forward and smash my skull open because those things are really dangerous. <laughs> So you'd finish yourself. Uh, I, I would finish myself. I would probably be a, a face just to fuck with people. And my... Like a face, like a good guy that yeah, everyone I'd be a, hates I would to be root a, for? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's all we got because everyone else is a heel so far. Uh. <laughs> keep pushing him on us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm supposed to cheer for him. I don't know. And I guess my rival would be Ari because my character would be an unapologetic racist. But he doesn't know any better. <laughs> but, but Arnie's pretty racist. Uh, I'm going to follow The Rock, where he's just, like, he just eventually just became his name with The. So it'd be The Matt, but also, like The Rock, I would have 10,000 nicknames or Kennings. Like, he was the Brahma Bull, 
the most mm-hmm. electrifying man in sports, the people's champion, stuff like so that. So what's all your other AKAs? AKA the L train, AKA moves, AKA school, because <laughs> I take you to class, AKA the yellow peril, AKA the beast from the far east, <laughs> the yellow peril, AKA the killer from Manila, AKA nature's greatest killing machine. And then my gimmick is that I never walk out. I just appear. Like, sometimes I'm behind you in the ring. Sometimes I'm in the audience. Sometimes I bungee jump down from the ceiling or I rise it from the floor. Or that's, been, how, that's how Owen Hart died. I know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick the landing. <laughs> okay, okay. Or I've been disguised well, as Well, he thir- stuck the landing with his face. Yeah, well, I'm, a, I'm not going I'm I'm to hit it better. <laughs> okay, good. Or I've been disguised as the third announcer the whole time. <laughs> or I tell you to check your wallet, and there's a picture of you with your kids with Santa. And then I tell you to turn it around. On the back is me pulling down the beard, and it's me. <laughs> I was Santa for your kids. Or it's like you're watching a movie, and like I'm in it. Nothing's changed, but I'm like Han Solo or, you know... <laughs> He's a doolittle. like, oh my god, and that's just it. Um, sure. And then my special move is called the end of all things, and it's a reverse power bomb where I just pick you up and then just slam you into the mat face first by like your ankles. And then the climax triple titan tag team move, DM, is, is called the Armageddon engine, and it's like an elegant refining of the Legion of Doom's Doomsday device where I prop you up on my shoulders and you're like, oh, Matt's going for the end of all things. But then Kyle runs in and off the top rope and clotheslines Out of nowhere. He's not a wrestler. He also just appears. Yeah, sure. Just like Climax. We show up when we're needed. (laughs) And he clotheslines the guy off my shoulders onto the mat. And then Uh Nick crashes a plane into the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And that's that's Climax's super tag team move. And who's your rival? We we take on all comers. Uh huh. We're faces. We're the good guys, and we don't back down. And uh, we take on all comers. Really, in the ring, climax. Their rival is man versus himself, or terrorists. <laughs> man versus himself and or terrorists. <laughs> who's who's the terrorist podcast? We'll fight them. <laughs> I bet there's like. Well, I guess a we need to start podcast. a terrorist podcast. I don't, I don't think we need to do. Yeah, that. it's time to start a terrorist podcast. I don't think we need to. We'll do that. get to that next. No, no. If anyone's listening out there, we're not doing that. FBI, well, don't be watching me. You don't know nope. yet. There's lots of things that could happen between not that. then and now. Not that. Yeah. <laughs> Losing steam. This has been Custom <gasps> Podcast number six, brought to you all. By Adam Scumdog and Raton. And a Raton. If you want to get your own custom podcast, you can go to. Don't. Yes. <laughs> this is what happens. No, please do. Please it's do. It's up to you. I mean, I guess you could say it's up to us, but you pick the topics. So, I mean, we put in the effort. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I listened to Randy Savage twice. Like twice. Every every bad Comcast is on you guys. Yeah, I got a call. <laughs> I, We're not taking credit for that shit. I got a call from Kim, like, Maybe 15 minutes into her commute home today. No, it was, was like, like a good 30, 40 she's minutes like, in. Joey, the worst thing ever has happened. I forgot my notes at work. I have to start all over again. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd have bailed. Yeah, I, <laughs> right? Sorry, my car broke down. Eating net chips, watching TV. <laughs> 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 Kim, we can see you in the living room. I, I know like, you're talking ah. about flat tire. <laughs> you, <laughs> flat tire. You, you, you were going through roll a, up your window. Going through a tunnel. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> you roll up your window on the couch. Uh, I do go through a tunnel. On my way I'm home, going through so. a tunnel. Don't bother hanging up. Just <laughs> set it down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thank you, Adam and Raton, for buying your second podcast. I hope What's this wrong is with you? everything <laughs> you ever thought it would be. Uh, if you want to do the same again, go to explosivemagico.com. I am Joey Reinish with Kim Reinish. Hey. Thanks for listening. Oh. Matt Lohman. No more themes, guys. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> and Aaron Walkie. Avante, Excelsior, etc. He's got too much energy for the end. I guess we need to go another hour. Nope, sure our, don't. Our, our feud's against Paranoia Shop still after that. <laughs> <laughs> They're the terrorists. And I'm Joey Reinish, and we'll see you guys next time on another custom show. Thank you all for listening. Gross. Thanks, Goodbye. guys. Bye. Goodbye. All right, so let's... Okay. Now, now I guess we need to segue into our... Um, Actual topics. Our, our, you know... You know, 30 minutes in. Our promos <laughs> or whatever. Sorry, so, for, sorry for making your money count, And do our promos. So should I, like, tee this up as, like, we have these recordings, or should we just be like, let's get into the... Well, topic one is... I've already right, read it. Settling the feud, yeah. Yeah, but I, I've talked to them. I don't know if you saw the email, but yes, we I have did. three things. I read my emails. So what do you guys okay. think is, like, the best way for me to segue into that? It's like... Uh, I thought... Well, I thought... I, mine just are like, like, oh, I'm gonna bunch you a bunch or whatever. <laughs> I know you were talking like you were going to cut this bit out, but now you have to leave no, it in. No, I'm leaving. <laughs> Fuck it. This behind-the-scenes thing is staying now. That's weird, because Kyle and I workshopped all three of mine heavily. Did you, did you really? Yeah, because we don't well, have course, a lot to do. Well, did it at work. Yeah, we did it at work. It's been a slow week. Spill. Speaking of this weekend, TV and stuff, two broke girls got renewed for mm. yet another season. 
And so did Moms. The worst. I don't know. And so did Mike and Molly. Mike. Molly. You my ate my sandwich. <laughs> what Mike. am I gonna do? Mike. That's so it looks mean. so good. She's so great. I think yeah, I would like double Swiss. It's weird. It's weird for me to make fun of them because I am fatter. <laughs> who's who's the the guy? Mike. <laughs> also, I disagree. I don't think you're fatter than Mike. Definitely not. No, I'll ask again. Who's My, the guy? Mike's Once the boy. Again, Mike. Mike's the boy. Went okay. Fine. Fuck it. We're going on. Let's get on to this, uh, settling this feud once and wait, for wait, all. Wait, wait, wait. What? Is it Molly? <laughs> Is the boy? Is that what the answer you were looking for? No, God, get out of here, Kim. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. Kim's being Brian right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how many verbs Brian stands for. I just want to see who listens to these from the crew. I don't I think I think most You're people You're right. Oh my god, he's not going to know. No, he has no idea. Oh, I man. think most people in our audience probably don't know, but the most common usage of Brian as a verb is to mean napping. To sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah took a quick Brian. Brian take, take a quick Brian is the first person to fall asleep at like a Thanksgiving dinner. It used dinner. to be Paul. It used to be Paul. Oh yeah, yeah. But now it's totally Brian. Yeah, because Paul has to come for a while. Paul. Yeah. Probably because probably because when he fell asleep, we put, we put country ham, ham on, on his face. <laughs> <laughs> we did put country ham on his face. Paul never came back after that. Was that was a Weird. terrible waste of country ham. At he least... ate it though. He woke up and ate it off yeah, his no. own face. <laughs> he, well, he ate it. At he least we bit out little eye holes as a courtesy. We made him Speaking a ham of... mask, and then he woke up and he's like, "What's on my face, buddies?" And then we're like, "Country ham," and he goes, "Cool." And then he ate it off of his own face. So it wasn't a waste, Kim. Speaking of Aaron, I know he loved the country ham. Oh, yeah. I've got some in the freezer for Easter. No. Yeah, I do. Are we Eastering here? Oh, yeah, of course. Nice. Oh, yeah. Phil, uh, Caitlin's out of town. So Caitlin, we're, Caitlin we're, we're and, Eastering here. Caitlin and Baby are going oh. to Chicago. Oh, Party Phil. So Easter's here. Party Phil's here. Party Phil's back for a one-time only special occasion. Cover your butts. <laughs> Is he on a podcast regularly anymore? No. Phil. Yeah. Oh, Just Phil. 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 Just the one but that is he... Phil regular? I don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get out of Phil. By killing off Phil. My my problem with Phil is is most of the podcasts from the crew, when I listen to them, I'm driving in my car and I talk back to them. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a lot of devastating burns on the lo- <laughs> most recent LOLJK. Uh, oh, but, come on. But with Phil, I, I can't do that because I'm just like, <laughs> the last episode of Phil I listened to, he forgot to take the trash out, and the trash <laughs> had dirty diapers in it. And is in the podcast, he got interrupted by Caitlin calling him to tell him he forgot to take the trash out. And I so, thought like, Phil was recorded in the car. No, it is. It is. Yeah. So yeah. he like stopped, and then he comes back, and he's like, "Sorry, that I, was my wife was telling my me wife, that." I... Uh, I forgot to take out the trash. Sometimes I Seems can't hear because I'm all the way up here and she's all diapers. the way down there. And it had uh, dirty diapers in it. You guys. And that's unfortunate. Uh, Phil's going to be one of those things that everyone realizes is the best podcast we've ever had that no one listened to. I like Phil. Kim is like I'm, the Phil podcast biggest reason, fan. I think Phil's like I'm the funniest work, thing ever. I'm uh, workshopping voicemails again. I can't uh, listen to it. Oh, it's so good. No, you it's just, not. You have it's to like pr- really know Phil. It's probably as a person to appreciate it's probably Phil the not long for this world, unfortunately. Exploso Magico fans, uh, when you're listening to this, please hashtag yes Phil or hashtag no Phil. <laughs> if you think <laughs> Phil is the unsung idea. hero 
is the unsung uh, hero of of the Explosion uh, Magico uh, Network. I'm gonna I mean, hashtag I think that's it. pushing it. But that doesn't mean I want to get rid of Phil the podcast. Oh god, Phil I the, like podcast Phil the podcast is so funny. I'm fine yeah. with it. I just don't download it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I download it so we get that number when you look at the thing. Right, but so you don't listen. And yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, listen yeah. to it. All right, fair 